on today's episode of Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. We've got uh, Joe and Chad's recap from Collision, Battle of the Belts. What, what else did you guys watch? Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor last time, week? For the first time ever, I watched weekly Ring of Honor. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, they were there at all three of those shows, all three of those big, big shows uh, in Norfolk last weekend. So we'll get to hear their experience. Uh, we'll 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 do we'll do that in the weekly recap when we get to collision. Uh, we've got some news. You know, some things happened that night. Uh, specifically, Jack Perry. Uh, Chad's going to recap and give a sales pitch on TNA Hard to Kill. Try and convince Joe and I to watch TNA. It's probably not going to work, but you know he can try. Uh, and then we have retro beer ratings back once again with WWF Invasion. Season one, episode one. There's only one season. There's only one episode on Peacock. Um, and then, you know, this it's the last retro for at least two weeks because I know we have predictions next week, which is exciting. Uh, and then weekly recap. I don't think we had a singular stinker of a show this week, at least that I watched. So, which which essentially means Dynamite was good this week. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking about all that. As always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Russell Pod. You guys ready to go? Yep. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Welcome into episode 135 of the Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. I'm Dylan. I'm joined by Joe and Chad. And how's everyone doing? You guys had a big weekend last weekend. Yeah. We I mean, we, we, we hung out for like five hours total, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, that sounds fun. I'd like to do that every now and then with my friends. It was pretty great. I just I mean, live five hours away from you guys. Yeah, that's true. It's That's because of the DC traffic, though. Fuck that DC. is that is very true. Um, what's uh what's everyone having to drink tonight? Got oh, some, uh, Chad, high quality. I guess I'll, I'll drink something because uh someone's not gonna be drinking anything. But I have a Maryland beer. Oh, what is it? Oh, uh, this is from Heavy Seas. Never heard of it. Heavy Seas. You never heard of Heavy Seas? They're no. literally from Maryland. Yeah. Does it, yeah. Okay. Um, but this is their Impending Doom series. This is a hazy double IPA. Look how cool this can is. I like yep. it. Pretty cool. Simple. Simple. Nine and a half percent. Whoa. Uh, and Joe, did you say you're drinking water? Yeah, water. Because he's a bitch. Why? I'm just not drinking. Please educate us as to why. Why? Uh, for health reasons. Are you doing dry January? Were you do? Were you doing dry January last week? Yeah. Did I just not even notice you weren't drinking last Dude, week? I've literally been drinking out of this cup for the past like three weeks. Oh yeah, we didn't drink episode... the show either. Oh my gosh! Indeed, for all of us. I 
Nice guy. DD, nice guy. Very nice guy. I have a serious pro- <clears throat> Sorry. I have a serious problem with people who do dry January. I I don't get it. It's it's not that I just don't like the people that do it. I just don't get dry January. So, like if you drink, if you only drink a couple nights a week, what is the point of dry January? You're just going to start drinking again in February and then continue the same habits. So, so can like I be, what can, what health So can what, I be honest with you? Yes. I'm saying I'm doing dry January just because it's convenient. I'm really just dieting pretty hard, and uh, it happens to be in the month of January. But like you could do seltzers and ranch waters. Seltzers are, are still 100 calories, dude. So you're doing like a, a caloric. I'm, you're yeah, you're I'm, just. I'm super calorie deficient. You're doing a caloric deficit diet. I'm doing yeah. keto, so like I I'm I'm only drinking on Thursdays right now when we record, and I'm doing seltzers and ranch waters. Yeah, I feel you. I uh no, I'm 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 calorie deficient i'm mostly dieting because i don't think i'm gonna fit in my suit at dewey's wedding i have my own wedding to worry about that you also do have to worry <laughs> about i would also like to know you know what uh, what i'm gonna be wearing at your wedding um if, yeah, if no, you if no, you could no, like work on that pretty soon yeah we're probably doing that this weekend <laughs> I was, it was it was on the schedule for last weekend and then fucking people just randomly came into town oh i thought you were gonna say <clears throat> the weather have you guys, has it been as cold where you guys are as it is here? It's pretty fucking cold here. Did you guys get any snow? No, just rain. Oh my God. It's been fucking, it's been so cold. We got about a, uh, I don't know, four inches on Tuesday, I want to say. It was like Tuesday. It started Tuesday, like as I was about to leave work. Or no, sorry, Monday as I was at Tilly work and it, it it kept snowing through the night and then I woke up Tuesday morning. Uh Leslie didn't have didn't have work. Um and then so I took her car to work. And I think we're supposed to get another two inches uh starting tomorrow morning, like very early morning. I don't think we're gonna get snow at all. It's warming up. It's warming up here next week. It's yeah, I think it's supposed weekend. to do the same here, but like think, not too crazy. Like it's just supposed we, to get back above freezing. Yeah, we're supposed to have like a fifty-nine degree day next week. So oh like boy! Yeah, that sounds fun. Chad's gonna poop. Yeah. Well, Chad just left um to go take a poop, so I guess we'll have to save the TNA hard to kill news for later. <laughs> um, let's see here, Joseph. Let's do the easy ones first. Let's get into the news segment. Um, let's let's start with the easiest one. Uh, and the one that we've kind of already talked about but it was before the news broke uh, Brock Lesnar's returning to TV very soon um obviously it's Royal Rumble season yeah would be would be what i would say to that okay so you putting them in your final four i don't know cuz so my thing is you know we chad made me do the the like on the spot final four for both rumbles a few weeks ago I, I didn't and, realize he made you do it for the men's. I think I thought he only made you do it for the women's. Well, for the men's, I said, you know, I said Cody Punk Gunther oh, is yeah. like a lock. You did say that. But then I, I thought about it more and last, I think it was last week I said, you know, Brock's going to come back. Like if we're getting this Brock Gunther match, Gunther cannot make the final four. No. Why not? I mean, he could 
with oh, Brock, Brock's got to take like, him out. Yeah. If you're going to do like a um a WrestleMania match that's sparked by a a Royal Rumble elimination, those eliminations usually happen like early to mid Rumble match, you know? Yeah, so so bring Brock like bring Gunther in early. Yeah, bring have Gunther him, in in the him, first 10, have him dominate and then Brock comes in at like 23. And I would say even before that, I would right say away. I would say bring Brock in within five within three to five entrances after Gunther hmm. and eliminate like let Gunther get a couple eliminations. But then like as soon as Brock gets in, he goes after Gunther and eliminates him. Something like that. Like I think Brock has to eliminate Gunther because Gunther's been on this track as the IC champion is like he will let challengers uh, he will let people challenge him uh, out of like respect or out of a respect sort of thing. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I can think of is if Gunther eliminates Brock, then Brock costs Gunther in a potential elimination chamber match, which is also still a thing. It's also still a possibility. So I don't know. No way of knowing until it happens. There really is no way of knowing. No, I oh, there like was that. a. There was another thing that was broken this week. I I didn't write it down, but I just remembered it. Um, Roman Reigns will reportedly not be wrestling at Elimination Chamber. Okay, won't even be there. I was listening to the uh, the weekly news podcast today with Sean Ross Sapp, and he said he asked WWE about that the news that news that broke because it wasn't fightful that broke it, and WWE's comment on that was card subject to change Hmm. so i'll take whatever whoever broke that news with a grain of salt at this point like we've always said on the show i'm not going to believe anything until fightful and sean ross sap breaks it they're the only ones that are you know going to be breaking news that's accurate 100 percent of the time so yeah um another thing cora jade tore her ACL at a house show last weekend. Sucks. Uh, that really sucks. Yeah. Chad was saying before we started recording, uh, might be up to a year. Uh, ACL injuries have typically been in the last, like, I don't know. I would say since Adrian Peterson came back miraculously and had his MVP or almost MVP season in 2000, I want to say seven or eight. Um, they've, they've turned in, they've turned from like a year long injury to like six to nine months. But I guess hers is pretty bad. Yeah, I just it just sucks because it seems to be women wrestlers that it happens to. Um, I'm thinking Dakota Kai. And I'm thinking Tegan. yeah, I'm thinking Tegan. Tegan Knox. Uh, they've just hurt their knee area so many times at this point. I don't yeah. know if it's always been the ACL, but it seems to just be a recurring injury, and they miss months at a time every time. And it's so, always some sort of CL. So like. Dakota's actually I did read that in the news that Dakota she she said something today or recently where she was like her date is soon she doesn't know exactly when it will be but it's very soon yeah I really um, hope she can be oh, I, I really hope she can wrestle at Elimination Chamber yeah but, but I mean she's from New Zealand but still close enough she's from Australia I think I think she's a Kiwi oh no she's Kiwi yeah um yeah so um what was it like Tegan Knox has never been able to get over. And I think that's like, cause she's awesome. Like, yeah. and I really, really enjoyed good her wrestler. in NXT, especially when she was feuding with Dakota, 
But ever yeah. since she's she's been going through those those knee issues, like she's never gotten over because well, yeah, she got on she got she released gets hurt all the time. She got released. Yeah, she did. She did. You're right. And then she came back, and like the crowd just can't get behind her. Yeah. And what she's teaming with fucking Natalia. That's a curse. Uh, right now, yeah, yeah, that is true. So I I hope that you know she can bounce back when whenever she does return. Yeah, I would assume if she is going to be out a year, they would probably hold her return until like next year's Rumble. You think it's a Rumble return, or you think it's an NXT return? Um, it could be an NXT return, and but she still is just you know at the Rumble. Yeah, that's fair. I just she, don't know if any something like that. I don't know if any big four fans, like people that only watch the big four, know who she is. Oh yeah, I mean, there's plenty of main roster people that people like people who only watch WrestleMania, like the big yeah, who people who only watch the big four. There's plenty of people on the main roster that people don't know. That's fair. Yeah, uh, that that'd be that'd be. But Cora is not on the main roster. That's even worse. You know. That's what I'm saying though. Is like there's people on the main roster that there's people that are even on the main roster that these oh, yeah. don't know. So like, what does it matter if one of them's an NXT person? Yeah. Um, okay. Next. Uh, Chad told me you were, uh, you were in the crowd, uh, last Saturday, breaking the news to everyone in your section about Jack Perry showing up in new Japan pro wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, uh, I don't think I was, it might have been during the street fight where I was where we had to watch it on the fucking Titan Tron during Battle mm-hmm. of the Belts. Yeah. That I just started scrolling through my fucking phone because I'm why not? Yeah, because I'm at a live event watching it on TV. Uh so yeah. I have to go back to my natural ha- habitat of scrolling through my phone while I'm watching a TV match. Uh, <laughs> um so it's yeah, I, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw the news about Jack Perry and I was like, yo. Yo, Chad, Chad, look at this. And then Chad was realistically the one who said it out loud and like, oh, my God. He probably oh screamed. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jack Perry. <laughs> Jack Perry's my new favorite wrestler. He's my new favorite wrestler. He's my new favorite. <laughs> I'm going to watch all the New Japan. Like, maybe not like the weekly stuff, but like, I'll watch the pay-per-views. And like, I'm a subscriber to New Japan World now because like... Wrestle Kingdom didn't have like any great matches. Like, there's really only one I would suggest you go watch. But like, I'm excited for New Japan Pro Wrestling because they had one match on a pay per view that I'm that I would recommend watching. Oh, and Nick Nemeth. That's why. That's what when the thing you're quoting him saying all that is it was because Nick Nemeth was was the snobby American yeah, that he he that was he at, needed. Yeah, he was at Wrestle Kingdom, but it seems like uh, Nick Nemeth and Mustafa Ali are gonna do the the whole indie thing. I think Nick Nemeth is going to be signed to TNA. Yeah. Uh, which will get to hard to kill whenever Chad gets back from his poop. But, um, yeah, him and Mustafa Ali are about to be like, you know, Drew McIntyre, Cody Rhodes, Matt Cardona. They're going to be in that echelon. I really do think so. They're going to be that good on the indie scene. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah. I don't, I'd like to see that for for Mustafa, but I'm not positive it's going to happen. I think he's going to be bigger than uh, uh, Ziggler. Do you? I I think he's going to. I think out of these two, the more successful on the indie scene will be Ali. Wow. I think he will be bigger than 
Um, I, I think because Cardona is so big right now, I think Cardona might even be bigger than like McIntyre and Cody were. But I, I think Mustafa Ali is going to be bigger than one of those three. Okay. Probably at, at least McIntyre. Like McIntyre, yeah. McIntyre was doing it like before a bunch of people were watching indie wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was doing it before AEW was around, things like that. So I think I think he's definitely going to do it bigger. Like a lot of people are going to get more eyes on indie Mustafa Ali matches. That's but, fair. And so it'll at least seem like he's doing it bigger than those, like a, most of them. It's yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun this this ride over the next two, I don't know, two or three years while they just do their thing. And then we'll see what what eventually happens. I would assume Ziggler, I don't know. We might see him pop up in AEW a couple times for like one-offs. We might see him sign with the company. I don't know if they'll ever go back to WWE. I don't think Ziggler would ever go back to WWE because he's uh, older. Yeah. I mean, I a, Royal Rumble, doing it, though. A, Ro- a Royal Rumble return or something like that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I could see that. Hall of Fame induction. Oh, I got the hiccups. Hall of Fame? <laughs> I think, I think he's Dolph a, Ziggler's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's a eight-time Intercontinental Champion, one-time uh, World Champion. Yeah, I agree. Uh, multiple time ta- time tag team champion, United, United States, States, I think. Champion. Money in the Bank winner, cashed in yep. one, one of the biggest pops ever. Yep, I think he's a Hall. He's got a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh all right. Well, Chad's still not here. So, should we wait for him? No, let's get into it. I don't want to be here till 1030 again. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get right into it. Uh, we watched a WWF Invasion this week. The infamous pay-per-view. <sighs> yep. Rude, I know. <laughs> it was so good that Joe just yawned for it. Uh, do you have signs? I have a bunch of signs. I got a couple. All right, what do you have? Um, a sign that I agree with. There was a sign that I saw right in the beginning that that said, "This crowd sucks." Yep, that's the first sign I took too, as well. <laughs> um, you you keep going because you probably have a lot less than I do. So yeah, I got a WCW like down the line, big big bold letters. Mm-hmm. That said, we can't win. Rude. Okay. Yep. Uh, and then I got one that said draft dodger. I was like, "Whoa, that's a crime." Do you think it was true? Do you think they dra- they dodged the draft? I didn't see the age of the guy that was. When was carried? the last time they had a draft at this point? Vietnam? Vietnam was there a draft maybe? for Vietnam? Yeah, there, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like that bloody and gory, was it? Yeah, there was definitely that. Like that is a huge part of history was the Vietnam draft and the the draft dodgers for Vietnam because of the moral opposition that I just don't get like war. the like I don't get like why in 2001 this guy felt like the need to bring back this historical context maybe he thought there was going to be another draft what month was this in this was before 9-11 oh that okay. I thought so I saw that sign and I kind of thought the same thing I was like what the fuck I was like we didn't do a draft for 9-11 especially like that immediately after 9-11 like and also, this was before 9-11, so this guy has to be talking about Vietnam because we didn't do one for like we didn't do one for like Desert Storm, did we? Uh no. I wouldn't think so because it wasn't like so 
I just like I didn't really get it, but yeah. Um, God, chat. I don't know what Chad ate, but I feel bad for him. He's been con for a long time. Uh, let's see. I have one sign that says I heart the Olsen twins. I'm just going to go in order. Uh, and then I have another one that says I was doink the clown. No, he wasn't. Do you think yeah. I was going to say, I was going to ask if, uh, your opinion on the Olsen twins and if you thought this guy was actually doink the clown. Well, I got to figure out, I got to do some math real quick. They were uh, were the Olsen twins in two thousand one. They were not old enough for. Wait, hold on. Actually, ninety six. They were ten. Uh, which means they, I mean, if they were ten and ninety six, then they were either fifteen or sixteen here. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, this person was below the age of eighteen, or else got to execute him. How'd you know they were ten and ninety six? Did you just look I, that up? I Wikipedia it, and I was just doing quick math. They were born in eighty six. Yeah, that's. I did not realize that actually when I made that, when I took the note down for the sign and I, uh, I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Yeah. Especially after all the stuff in the news lately, you know? Yeah. With the, with lists and islands and stuff. Yeah. And you know, whatever. Uh, you got any other signs? Uh, no. You just had two? No, I said three. We can't win. This crowd sucks. Drop dead or. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, my next one said Charles Robinson Fan Club. Okay. thought that was kind of funny, except he was a WCW ref. I forgot about that, but now we do have oh, Charles Robinson yeah. in the WWF. Um, there was this, this might be one of the funnier ones I have. It says, uh, Teddy Long, best hair in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other ones are kind of kind of dumb i would say the only other like decent one was said that said we'll trade ps2 for ride on russian space shuttle um so i did look it up because i was like there has to be some sort of like very recent news historical context with this with russian space shuttle so i googled russian space shuttle 2001 and now i actually already forget i think it either crashed or it just didn't like do anything okay so but also, clearly, this person didn't know how awesome the PS2 was going to be. So, yeah, I don't know why you would stupid. ever trade away a PS2. Yeah, that would be like, oh, we'll trade my PS5 for Ocean Ocean Gate uh, submarine trip. Yeah, <laughs> you should uh, you, you should bring that sign to WrestleMania <laughs> and just. I'm not going to WrestleMania. right there. Right, I thought going. you had you had seats right next to the Green Shirt Guy. I sold them. Oh really? Green shirt guy's family needed some seats. How much you sell them for? Uh, like a couple, couple million. Oh, dude, nice. That's a big profit. Yeah. You said yeah. you spent like twelve thousand dollars on them. Yeah. I lied. I never even had tickets. What? Yep. Well, now I'm a little upset. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's get into the card. We had WWF Invasion. The um. The one time a year where WWF, WCW, and ECW superstars go head to head and uh, combat or and whatever w- in a battle for supremacy, brand and refs. supremacy. You can't forget about refs. <laughs> I remember. So, do you remember the WWE Network when they had the um, the the Monday Night War show? No, it was like it was like episode by episode. They kind of like 
um, chronicled the the Monday Night Wars. Oh, maybe I watched some of it. And I remember one of the last episodes, I think it was one of the last episodes, they talked about the, like the invasion pay-per-view and like how much of a flop it was, despite yeah, it was trash. Yeah, like and I remember people talking about the Earl Hebner uh fuck, what was the guy's name? Nick Patrick Mike, match. Nick. <laughs> I wrote down Mike. And I was like, that was a match. <laughs> yeah, we got to see that on this show. But not quite yet. We started off with Lance Storm and Mike Awesome versus Edge and Christian. Um, I wanted to talk badly about Mike Storm, but then I looked him up, or Mike Awesome rather. Um, but then I looked him up and I found out he killed himself. So I won't talk bad about him. I forgot about that. I didn't look any of these people up that I don't that I didn't really remember. I know Lance Storm well. is an AEW now. Yeah, I think he he's a what a backstage producer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Um, so yeah, Lance Storm and Mike Awesome were like already in the ring at the start of the pay per view. They didn't even get an entrance. So yeah. Um, in case you were wondering who won this match, uh, I do have a quote from Leslie during this match because she was she was watching with me for a little bit. She said, and I quote, "Young Edge is hot." <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have to say. I, that's really all she had to say. And I was like, all right, Leslie. Um, cool. I'll never look like that. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about it. Uh, what else? What do you have from this match? Um, not a whole lot. It wasn't a very good match. Yeah. Um, um no, go ahead. Yeah, I have Michael Cole is on commentary now instead of Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman is the ECW, he's not even the general man. Or no, he—they're calling him the general manager. He's more like a consultant or something like that. So, like now yeah. at this point, like in the last little bit, like Shane is obviously the quote-unquote owner of WCW, and now Stephanie McMahon is the quote-unquote owner of ECW, storyline-wise. Uh, so they're saying Paul Heyman is the general manager of ECW. Uh, WCW and ECW obviously teamed up on this night to take on WWF. Uh, um, the they're an alliance. Yeah, the alliance. So yeah, so now we have Michael Cole and JR on commentary. So that's that's kind of what we got. Um, yeah, the only really the only other like during the match note I have is uh, Christian pulled a top dollar maneuver, which I would assume is him jumping over the ropes and his feet getting caught and yeah botching. I think that did happen. Um. Yeah. I'm glad Michael Cole's in, in on the commentary team now, because while it might not be great now, give it 22 years. <laughs> give it, give it some be time. Awesome. That guy <laughs> is going to be phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so obviously the guys that got entrances, Edge and Christian, uh, they won the match. The team WWF is up one to nothing, and it got two and a quarter beers. Uh, and then my first note for the next match was, what the fuck? Uh yeah. It was Nick Patrick versus Earl Hebner. <laughs> Starts off with Mick Foley as the special guest referee. I also then... I le- I really love the like uh the video package they put together for this. Yeah. <laughs> just refs. It's just ref so much ref on ref crime and I didn't know how to do the beer ratings for this match because I was like wait, every time like every time they knock each other down like is that three sips for a ref bump? I, I didn't count it. I didn't, I didn't even think about that. I didn't count it that way because, like, 
No, if it's, Mick it's Foley, usually, gets, it's usually the referee. Yeah, if, That's if what Mick the Foley gets hit, then yeah, if he gets knocked out, but there was a zero percent chance of that happening because Foley is God and Foley is good. So Foley is good. Um, yeah, and then they had all the other officials, all the other refs at ringside uh, to kind of cheer their boys on. I think there's one point where the WCW refs got involved. They interfered, uh, but then Foley kicked kicked all the other refs out. Or no, just the WCW refs. Um, and then the, eventually Earl Hebner hits. I called it either the uh, a shoulder tackle or the worst spear ever mm-hmm. to win the match. Dude, these refs hit kind of hard. They were like throwing full punches. I thought Nick Patrick was decent. Yeah. Like Earl, or, or Earl a took a couple buffs or bumps rather. I don't. My brain's not working. Yeah, Earl took a couple bumps. Yeah, was, I mean, uh, they're really good at falling out of the ring. Yeah, <laughs> like getting punched once and just falling out of the ring through the through the top and middle rope. Yeah, they're really good at that. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, then uh, so Earl Hebner wins, and then after the match, uh, Foley puts the mandible claw on Nick Patrick. And it got three quarters of a beer. Yep. Uh, and then the next match was it was literally like uh, like new age uh, Survivor Series stuff. It was champion versus champion. So we had the WWF tag team champions versus the WCW tag team champions. We had the APA versus Sean O'Hare and Chuck Palumbo. Did I want to tell a weird story about Chuck Palumbo? Okay. So I, I like I know who Chuck Palumbo is now. But there were some, so I graduated, graduated from middle school in 2008, right? Okay. And there were all kinds of graduation parties and stuff. And there, like, I went there and there was a dude there. I don't remember Rob. There's a student there named Rob, right? And he introduced himself. He's like, I'm Rob Palumbo. And he's like, yeah, that, that Palumbo. Like, yeah, I, I am related to him. And I had no idea who, who he was talking about. Like, oh, this guy's related to some guy, <laughs> some famous guy named Palumbo. And like, I Google was a thing by then. So I went home and I Googled Palumbo, but probably didn't know how to spell it. And I couldn't find out for the longest time um, who, what Palumbo he was related to. Uh, and now I'm thinking this guy was either related to Chuck Palumbo or said he was related to Chuck Palumbo as an eighth, an eighth grader. Um, I'm looking at his Wikipedia right now. He's from Rhode Island. I already looked it up when I was watching this. Oh, okay. So like you didn't. <laughs> okay. But that's, that's the Northeast, right? Yeah. I mean, it could be his son, but like, I don't 2008. How old would he have been? 37? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's only a couple of Wait, years no, after no, no. the Billy Hold and on. stuff. But 37, but you have to think the kid was 13 in 8th grade. Yeah. So he would have been 24. Would have been 24. Okay, yeah. that's not, yeah, that's not obviously not unheard of. I'm okay. thinking it could be like an uncle. Yeah. You know, or like a distant relative, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. know, man. There's no way to prove it. There's no way to add. Like, There's I, really I, no way of knowing. I could probably find this guy and uh, and ask him, hey. So, wait, you're at your eighth grade, quote unquote, graduation, and you just all of a sudden meet this guy? 
No, it was a graduation party at someone else's house. Like oh. he was from the area, but he didn't go to it's like school. a party with like soda pong and sodas yeah. and stuff like that. No beers, huh? No beers, no beers. Hmm. Interesting. Not even at thirteen. Nah. Hmm. Thought Long Island went pretty hard. Strong Just Island. Not. Um. Let's see. Yeah, my note is uh, not much to say about this one. There was a point where Jr. almost questioned Teddy Long's allegiance, which I did not enjoy. Uh, Teddy Long is Team WWF, obviously. Uh, and then the APA wins with a simple clothesline, and w- Team WWF is up three to nothing. And I thought, yeah, they're 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 just not going to lose tonight. That might be what like, I I was thinking at this point, like WWF's not going to lose. And that's why this pay-per-view sucked so much. Um, <laughs> stay tuned to find out. Uh, but yeah, I got 1.75 beers. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Next, we had the Battle of the uh, Cruiserweight Light Heavyweight Championships. Uh, X-Pac versus Billy Kidman. There yep. was, I think at this point, a backstage segment. Right before the match, it was um like the ECW the 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 alliance people. So it was the uh, Stephanie and Shane and Paul Heyman and and then Billy Kidman was back there before the match. Like Paul Heyman was down bad. He was like, "We haven't fucking won yet. We need to fucking do something." Yeah, and yeah, it was essentially just like them trying to hype up Billy Kidman. And at that point, I was like, "Okay, they're gonna win this match. Like, there, there's no, there's no shot they would do. Like, WWF just wins every match." Dude, at first, when they won the first uh, three matches, I was like, "Are they just gonna sweep and and?" Uh... That's what I was just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, Billy Kidman. I, I was so happy. I was rooting for Billy Kidman in this match. I think this is our first look at Billy Kidman uh, in retros. I loved watching Billy Kidman growing up. Um. So, and and eventually he gets really good entrance music. So I'm really excited to hear that when it when it does happen. Um, but yeah, he essentially it, it was a really good match. Cruiserweights. I, I I don't know. I don't know about really good, but good for I guess 2001 uh, standards. Um, there was a point where X Pac hit the X Factor. Kidman kicks out. Um, and then he goes for the Bronco Buster, and Kidman just sticks his foot up, and <laughs> the groin lands on the foot. Pretty funny. Uh, and then Kidman with the most beautiful shooting star press, because that's just what he does uh-huh. to win the match. And uh, it got a beer. And I don't remember if I said it, but the last match got 1.75 beers. Alrighty. Um, And then we had a backstage segment with Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler. Uh, because I totally forgot and uh, I wouldn't say forgot, just didn't know that this was a match on this card. Yeah. Um, they were hyping up their bra and panties match for later in the night. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to that. I really hope Chad's back from his poop by then. I mean, this is just the longest poop ever. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that guy. I, I have no idea. Must've been bad shrimp. Horrible shrimp. Yeah, the worst. It's show. funny because I'm watching I I'm watching uh, Collision in the background right now, and there's an Outback Steakhouse commercial going on, and they're just showing coconut shrimp. So maybe that's what he was eating. Could be. We'll have to ask him how the sh- maybe. Well, we'll have to ask him when he gets back. He did just text us. He said he'll be back in a minute. So, um, 
I was thinking about maybe maybe we'll just time him. Yeah. I highly doubt it'd be back in a minute. Um, but yeah, they were hyping up the Braun panties match, and then we got into <coughs> William Regal versus Joe's dog Raven. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. It was a match that was made earlier in the night on Sunday Night Heat. So obviously it was gonna be amazing. Yeah. I, I don't really know what to say. Um there was a quote where JR said this about your dog, Joe. He said, uh, he said, Raven dresses like a bum. That's uh, true. I would I would just like to get your comment on what JR said. Uh Raven's normally naked. She wears a shirt like once a year. How many times have you seen a naked bum in your life though? Not not very often. I thought you were gonna say too many to count because we you know, used to live in Hawaii. Yeah, but I've never seen those guys naked. I mean, I didn't either. And I, I used to, I, I used to, to used run, to live downtown. So like, well, I used I to figured... run right through their camp every, like all the time, not every day, but all the time. Oh yeah. You live like, yeah, Katie I lived corner in from the, yeah, you live like Katie corner from the, the place where they would set up all the tents. Yeah. I used to go right through those tents, like all the time. Just walk through tents and stuff. No, I, I it, cause it was on my, it was on my four mile loop. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have all my different loops. Uh so Chad is back. Chad, Chad how was your poop? How was your poop? Is it was it from the shrimp? Uh, Outback. Do we do we need to get do we need to sue Outback Steakhouse for for their coconut shrimp? He appears to be frozen. Oh, he's back. He's having sound difficulties. Something's happening. Hello. He's back. Hey. How was your poop? Hello, 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 Chadwick. I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear oh, you. right, he's got the bad cable. I can hear you. Okay, you can. How was your poop? Yeah. That was the best poop of my life. Coconut right. shrimp. Are you talking about the coconut shrimp from Outback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, the best, we were we we've been the saying the whole time <laughs> that you you were pooping, and then an Outback Steakhouse commercial came on as I was watching uh, Collision. And I was like, and they kept showing the coconut shrimp. <laughs> and I was like, it was those shrimp. Uh, so, Chad, uh, we kind of obviously got going. We didn't just like wait for you to come back to start everything. Yeah. So we're, what we're going to do is we're going to get to hard to kill before the weekly recap. Uh, so we're going to finish up um, Invasion. But I'll tell you what we've already done is signs, uh, Lance Storm and Mike Awesome versus Edge and Christian, Nick Patrick versus Earl Hebner, worst shit I've ever seen, APA versus Sean O'Hare <laughs> and Chuck Palumbo, and X Pac versus Billy Kidman, and we were in the midst of talking about Raven versus William Regal. So I'll give you the oh, floor. I anything the you would matches. like to good. anything you would like to talk about for anything you missed. Uh, the Nick Patrick the Earl match. Habner match was the worst thing I've maybe ever seen. Okay. Uh, I'm glad Billy Kidman's here. I like Billy Kidman. I, yeah, I said that too. I said I can't wait for his uh, his entrance music. Oh, yeah. Like when he gets his legit, like real entrance music. Uh, the Billy Kidman cruiserweight title reign was like something I definitely remember watching as a kid. Yeah. When SmackDown gets that cruiserweight division and like. I don't know, 03, 04, when yeah, you've like got three time frame. Mysterio, Kidman, Chavo, Funaki, Jamie Noble, Jamie Noble, Gregory Helms, um, Ultimo, Ultimo Dragon, Hurricane, Juventud Guerrero. Yeah. It's Matt Hardy, even. Matt, yeah. 
It was some that, that was some good shit. That's some good shit. Every time they do the cruiserweight division, it's good for a couple of years and then it's bad again. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so I guess we're on William Regal versus Raven. Yeah. yeah. We were pretty much done. So yeah, I don't, I don't have any comments about this. What's the score at this point? It's like mostly WWE. Three, uh, it's three to one WWE. Yeah. Okay. And, then, Kidman, and then Kidman the had just gotten the first win. And then the Regal match. Happens. And then Raven gets the second win. Yep. Yes. Yep. So Raven wins. She's such a good girl. Um, <laughs> One of my favorite dogs. Yeah. Can I pet uh, that dog? <laughs> Can, Can I, I pet, pet that, that dog? dog? Uh, so Taz came out to interfere in the match, and that's kind of why Raven won. Uh, he got a beer and a half. Uh, and then we moved on to uh, Sean Stasiak, Chris Canyon, and Hugh Morris versus Albert, Billy Gunn, and me. Ew. He's a big bitch. Yeah, so I'll, go, I'll let you. you guys go ahead and take the floor. Whatever you guys want to talk about here with this one. I obviously lived the match. Yeah. But I am big show. Real quick, um, I was uh I'm a bit of a nerd. Um, and I was watching Star Trek Enterprise season four the other day. Okay. Because I'm watching all the Star Treks in like order of how they happened. Like the nineteen like, eighties Star Trek? Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> However old that is. Star Trek Enterprise was in the early 2000s, but it's chronologically the first show because it's right after they finally achieved time travel. You know, a warp warp drive. So, like, it's set before the original series, which happened in the 60s in okay. real life. Sure. This one happened in the 2000s. The 80s was new, next generation. I'm not going to explain anymore. Point being, I was watching Star Trek Enterprise this week. And Big Show was in an episode of Star Trek Enterprise <laughs> with like green paint all over his body. I've never seen a live action Shrek more, more than than that did. Oh my god, that, that's, you looked uh... so good in this episode, dude. I don't know if you remember being in that episode, but you crushed it. I very Shrek esque. I hate what you're doing right now because <laughs> Joe knows. I already know. Joe, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I think that's when Star Trek was doing all of their guest appearances and stuff like that. I think you're going to be able to see in a lot of people that shouldn't be acting. Oh, Big Show. No, Big Show was so good in this. Oh. Was he really? No, I mean, it was oh, awful. Yeah. It was so bad. You guys just have no idea how long it took to wash that green paint off. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I thought you were going to make a Shrek comment. No, you've heard him enough. Okay. No, you've heard him enough. Yeah, that was my that was my other pre... That was my living in Hawaii nickname, uh, Shrek. My yeah. God, people are rude. Only your it's, good it's friends just to call hard. You it's hard being a big bitch, <laughs> <laughs> as you guys so eloquently put every week. I imagine being shorter but equally fat. It doesn't blend as well. You are no. not as fat as me. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little less fat. We're all fat. All right. Yeah. Let's just let's just. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I was going to read my notes for this match. <laughs> And my first note says, there I am, weighing <laughs> 500 pounds. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot I wrote that. This made me laugh. Hey, can we just mention real quick on this match that for some reason, a big show Billy Gunn and Albert team lost 
to three people, only one of which I've ever watched wrestle a match before this pay-per-view. I Who was it? Stasiak? Stasiak? I've seen Stasiak, yeah. I've seen Stasiak, but I've never seen a Chris Canyon match. I've only ever seen the Dark Side of the Ring episode. Yeah, the funny thing about this, the <laughs> Chris Canyon that. being in this match was like a couple days before I watched this pay-per-view, I watched the Chris Canyon Dark Side, and I was like, and then there he was on the show, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I don't remember that Dark Side episode. And I was like, that guy's gay, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, it was like, he had to hide the fact he was gay and it like drove him yeah. like crazy and then he like got involved with like drugs and alcohol and stuff and died. Yeah. That's sad. That's like the general gist of the whole episode of Yeah. Dark Side. Hmm. Sad because so many people like name him as an influence because he was very unique in the ring, apparently. Yeah. I could see little tidbits of it watching this match, but like nothing. Yeah, crazy. apparently like before the NWO was a thing, it looked like he was gonna get a big push. That's what they said in the dark side episode and then nwo the batch the beach 96 happened and just nobody was getting anything anymore except yeah. for the nwo which yeah. sucks because fuck hogan whoa dude hulk hogan saved someone from a car crash this week i'm yeah, sure he did did you see all that stuff on twitter yeah it was like imagine getting getting in a car crash and your car rolls over like eight times and the first thing you hear is i got you brother or <laughs> I am Mother American. You think before Hulk Hogan goes to save anyone from a car crash, his theme music starts playing? Yeah, I think so. I think that sounds works. <laughs> sounds like something he would do. Um, Hulk, yeah. Uh, who was that reported by? Because comicbook.com posted it. Because Hulk fabricates a lot of things. No, it was like a national news yeah, report. It, uh, yeah, it was a it was a real thing. Okay, it actually happened. Um, another note from this match that I had was I had never heard of Hugh Morris. That's uh, Bill Demott. Apparently, yeah. And then I, I I looked it up. It's Bill Demott. Is that the guy that had a bunch of stuff come out because he was an NXT trainer and he's canceled? And I don't know. If he's canceled. I, do, I did know that he was in NXT for a really long time. <sighs> okay, it might be that guy because who's the guy that was NXT but like backstage NXT guy that now does like a bunch of TNA stuff? I don't know. Is that a different guy? I don't know. Is Bill DeMott not in TNA? I don't know. Well, we can find out. Give me a second. Not as a wrestler, like as like a GM or like a trainer role. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. You're the TNA guy. I don't know who the trainer backstage is. Um, he had training. allegations of misconduct in 2015. Bill Demont, okay, yeah, misconduct okay, by Demont during his time as a trainer included accusing Demont of making trainees perform dangerous drills, physically assaulting and bullying trainees, using homophobic and racial slurs amongst other derogatory terms, letting trainees train while naked, and condoning sexual harassment. All right, cool. So this is exactly not 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 saying that that was cool. Um, Jesus, my bad, everybody. Um, I was so I was right in my hypothesis. These allegations were made by 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 people to include EC3, Jordan Devlin, Kenny Omega, Kurt Hawkins. The list just goes on. Jesus. He was fired um, from WWE shortly afterwards. He doesn't have a job anywhere right now, it looks like. All right, cool. Good. That's good. Fuck that guy. Uh, they did win the match, though. They stole the victory. Uh, I never got in the match. I was mad. Um, yeah, got a beer and a half though. 
Um, and then we had Taz, who we saw earlier that night, uh, interfere in that Raven uh, William Regal match. He took on Tajiri, who I didn't even know was back in WWF at this point. I think they had shown Tajiri with Regal backstage at one of the previous retros we've watched. Did they? When they yeah, went back we to like him. his, it's either like they went back to his uh at the pay-per-view like his general manager office or they were showing like a a clip from raw and you saw tajiri but tajiri's been on tv for at least a month or two okay so yeah he's team wwf um yeah my only note was i used to love tajiri or used to love watching tajiri wrestle so yeah the originator of the mist in my eyes, at least, there's probably someone who did it before him, but yeah, there's probably someone in like all Japan pro wrestling 1977 did it, you know. But... Wasn't yeah. it Muta? Well, I thought it was Muta. Oh, yeah, it totally could be him. I don't know. <laughs> I thought, like, didn't uh, isn't that why Shinsuke now uses the mist? Because, like, he it, like in that match that that he had against him on his little retirement tour, he sucked the venom from his mouth or something like that. Like, they, oh my god. I'm pretty sure that's that's why he uses it now. I don't know, Joe. You're the you're the Japanese wrestling guy. Why don't you tell us? Chad Chad watches New Japan all the time. <laughs> I think we need Alex for this one, honestly. Who? Oh. <laughs> I love how the first thing he said was who. <laughs> I wonder if he still listens. I doubt it. I we don't know. Talk oh, about well, if he does cut that. He had so many uh title reigns. He did. I like talking about wrestling with Alex. He yeah. just he watches way more New Japan than any of us combined. So yeah, it was just it was just a lot to hear about uh, something that I just didn't watch. Mm-hmm. That was that was really it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tajiri won with the green mist and the buzzsaw kick. It got a beer, and WWF was back up four to three, uh, and then. We had a WWF New York skit uh, with Hardcore Holly. Yeah. Where he was, um, there were people trying to get Hardcore Holly autographs for some reason. <laughs> and a guy walked up in a WCW shirt and it was just like the most scripted thing I've ever seen in my life. Like the guy with the WCW, like this is all of a sudden now the point where they want to start filming this. And the guy with the WCW shirt walks up and Hardcore Holly's like, hey, hey, Will. We don't wear that around here, and he just fucking rips his shirt off and just throws him out. It was so dumb. You can't, you can't do that. You don't, you don't wear that. You don't do that. You don't. You don't. You, don't, don't, you can't have that song. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, then we had up to this point, and uh, was this? This, I mean, definitely the best singles match of the night. Is this the best match of the night or is it the main event? I'm trying to think of how good the main event was. I, the main event fell flat, so I don't know. The main event was... Eh. So is this the best match eh. of the night? Jeff Hardy versus RVD? Yes. Yeah, probably. This and is, this Dave is Metzler agrees. This is oh. Ch- oh, nice. Dave Metzler gave this four stars. Wow. Oh. Back, back when the scale stone meant something, too. The inaugural a- ball in the main event got three and a half stars. The inaugural brawl was the main event. That's what I'm saying. That got three and a half stars. Oh, the RVD and I thought Jeff I heard Hardy you s- got four stars. I thought I heard you say the inaugural brawl and the main event. No, 
as if they were two different things. Uh, what do you guys have to say about this match? Hardcore match, I think, right? Oh, yeah, because it's for the hardcore title. Yeah. It's so good. I enjoyed every second of this. Jeff Hardy was was a very good wrestler. Was. Was, yeah. He's in Chad's list of best wrestlers behind Shane McMahon, uh, Ryback, Wardlow. Well, I've never cheered Ryback. for Shane McMahon or Ryback. <laughs> I, Ryback. I do have to admit that. <laughs> Ryback has entered the chat on I Chad's favorite wrestlers. I was trying to that's think of Wardlow's name, rude. and that's the guy that came into my head. <laughs> my God. It's because they're the same person. Ryback came in your head? My God. What is happening on this podcast? Joe? No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So it goes... It goes number one, Riddle, number two, Wardlow, number three, Shane McMahon, number four, who? The funniest part of this whole thing is like those first three or four you just named, obviously I, I hate, and that's no, that's the bit. I don't think it's very obvious. I, mean, I love how much you love Jeff Hardy week. for so long. What happened? When I was a kid, Jeff Hardy was easily my favorite wrestler. So what happened? It was cool to watch old school Jeff Hardy in this match, and I enjoyed the shit out of this match. What happened? He drunk drived like seventeen times, right? But and like he got caught like th- four times. We convinced right, him. Like, we were you a big him. fan of Jeff Hardy in like I don't know two thousand seventeen? Is that when he returned? When they returned? That was his like what WrestleMania return? That was like when they returned at Mania thirty three. I think he already yeah. had a couple yeah. DUIs by then. Well, both the Hardys had some bad years. Matt Hardy's having a really I don't know, potentially really bad time right now. Apparently yeah, that's they're, they're getting a divorce. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. The rumor is that he was like trying to cheat or actively cheating on her. A former Playboy model that he fucking married. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rebby Hardy, sup? I'll say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, Like five kids? Four kids. Oh. All with crazy names. So less than Chad. And they all, that's the exact same number as I have. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you divide the number of you, kids you have by like 10. Can we talk about the match, not Jeff Hardy's? Well, I mean, drinking. all you said so far is it's good and you like Jeff Hardy. So what, you, um, you want to say something else? There was a spot that scared the liver living shit on me in this match. He got up on one of those like super tall ladders. Uh-huh. You know, those ones that out from outside the ring go to the same height as the ones that when they're in the ring would normally like grab the title. And then RVD just pushed it the fuck over. Yeah. And I was terrified the whole time that thing there was, was falling down. There was a couple. There was one other one. There, I, I don't remember where exactly they started it, but there was a sunset flip powerbomb onto the floor that was mm-hmm. uh, that Jeff took that was disgusting. There was um, also a, like, a gap in the floor. By the in the stage, the stage had like the two entrances, yeah, and like a weird triangle cutout. We'll get to that in, in the next match because someone almost fell off of it. Someone almost fell in it, but in this <laughs> one, they threw someone into it because they yeah. threw Jeff Hardy into it, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's concrete. He's dead. <laughs> He's dead." Into the it's pit like the of same misery. Thing when they, the, when the they threw Alistair pit. Black off the top of the <laughs> the WWE building, I was like, "Oh my god, they just killed Alistair Black." <laughs> <laughs> They just killed Rey Mysterio enough, too. Oh, my God, Baron Corbin, please stop. Well, I mean, Rey Mysterio did kill a guy. Um, <laughs> it was an accident. Allegedly. Yeah, it was an accident. That's true. No, he killed him. He he kicked him hard, and he died there. <laughs> wait, wait, so what was the accident? Yeah, well, so he, where, was, where was that? It, it was a wrestling match. It was a freak accident. Oh, so okay. So, is, Ray, you're saying Rey Mysterio 
did it, but not knowingly. Yeah. Because you were saying he kicked him really hard. He did. He made it seem like he did it but, on purpose. But he could have been in the wrong place, you know. Mm. Oh, so it might be the other guy's fault. Could be. Okay. Gotcha. Um, My favorite, uh, I'll say my favorite hardcore move ever. And it's like a move I used to get, like, you know, like when you played SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain back in the day. could create a wrestler. You could make your own move set. And you were able to give your guy the option to do like moves with chairs. Um, the one I would always do is the Van Daminator. Yeah. You throw a chair at a dude and then you kick the chair into their face. I fucking love the Van Daminator. And this is the first time we're ever seeing it on retros. I love it so much. I you can't wait to see it. Six years of RVD, dude. Yeah, I'm excited. It's a Very great exciting. six years. Very, very excited for that. Um, let's see. Last note for this match. I have uh, Jeff Hardy gets busted open, misses a swanton bomb, and then RVD hits a frog splash while the title is laying on Jeff Hardy. So, you know, a little extra oomph there. And uh, RVD is the hardcore champ. And we're back to a four to four score. Right? Four score and seven years ago. Oh, it's a four to four score, except they were keeping score from a match on Sunday Night Heat. So Java Guerrero won a fucking Sunday Night Heat match, apparently. Yeah, so it's five to four uh, alliance right now. That's why. Because I know we went into the main event tied up. Uh, So that match got two and a half beers, and then we get to the penultimate match the bra and panties match. Dude. I'm so glad women's wrestling has come <laughs> way better than this. Was that the this... best match of the night? No, it was. No, the, it wasn't. It was <laughs> the. I would say it was the bust match of the night. If you wow. get, if you catch my drift. Oh my god! Wow, that was a bad dad joke. It was. The, it? I'll yeah. cut that. I'll, I'll just cut that. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sure we will. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had Trish and Lita versus Tori and Stacy. Bra and panties. Um, the first ever bra and panties tag team match. They wanted you to know that it was the first ever because they said it about seven times. Yeah. Uh, Did you know this was the first ever? I didn't know that. I'm glad I got to watch it. That's all. I'll say. I thought we had seen one before, but maybe a I'm bra and panties the, match. Yes, uh, but never a tag night, team the, one. The nightgown match. We oh tag. Oh, team. Yeah, we had okay. evening gown matches. Yeah, we had evening. No, oh, this was, was the one. first ever bra and panties tag team match. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. Which was weird because I was like, is this, so it's elimination? <laughs> I think, I mean, it essentially was. Yeah, I guess. You had to get both women in their bra and panties on and a they team. They did that within like two minutes. I think I think the entire match lasted five I think five it went minutes. longer than that. I think it was five no, Once they got the first piece of clothing the match, off, it was The like match went longer over. than I would have. <laughs> Jesus Let's Christ. just say that. You're um, bad. My- <laughs> you know that you're bad. <laughs> my first note was... <laughs> My first note for this was, wait a minute, that's Mick Foley's music because <laughs> he was the special guest rep for this match. And JR goes, that smart son of a gun. Yeah, Trish and Lita win this because I think the whole point, you know, they're the actual wrestlers. I think they got their tops ripped off. But yeah, Trish or Tori. Yeah, Lita definitely did. Oh, you remember that specifically? Was that like a was that was that a high point for you guys in the match? Yeah, Lita was there. Yes. Does it count if Lita's thong is constantly showing in the match? 
don't know. Not not for elimination. Okay, that means they were only one pair of pants away if it did. That's true. This is a real nail biter. <laughs> 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 okay, uh, this got a beer. <laughs> Let's get to the main event. This is the uh, Team Alliance versus Team WWF five on five tag team match. I thought this was elimination for some reason. The whole like for the longest time, uh, it was not. It was DDP, Booker T, the Dudleys, and Rhino versus uh, Stone Cold, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, Undertaker, and Kane. The Dudleys are no longer du- Team WWF. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt like this... they've been in the company for a, lo- a while at this point. Yeah, but oh, they but... they started. This is the whole thing. Like, if you go back and watch the Monday Night Wars thing from the WWE Network, like, I do they have that on Peacock? Maybe. I don't remember, but like the whole point of like why people hate the invasion angle is because WCW had all these stars. But yeah, because they were ECW's been with them for a while. But no, like WCW had all these big stars that they just didn't bring over because they had guaranteed contracts for a while after that. And they yeah. had they made so much money in WC. I'm talking about like the Hogan's, the Scott Hall's, the Nash's. I don't remember who else were missing, but that's like obviously like a lot of people wanted to see them show up for, you know, this invasion angle. And obviously they didn't because money is what drives those guys. Um, They they have a negative passion for wrestling. Um, So, you know, the best we got was Booker T and DDP, which I'm happy about. I love seeing Booker T and WWF shucky ducky quack quack. Oh yeah. Vic, you know, stuff like that. So that's a 20 episode series. The Monday night wars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I got time for that. Is it on Peacock? Did you just check? Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. I might watch that. All 20 episodes? Not like now or tonight, like, but like, you know. Because if you think about it, like the WWE Network, when it was still around here in the U.S., used to be like my fall asleep TV. So the, the, the Monday Night Wars was always, I feel like it was always the, it was always on. If you watched like their live programming, um, I liked the Corey I, Corey Graves interviewing people like superstars about their tattoos. I liked that one. Oh yeah, uh, what did they Superstar Inc. or something like that? Yeah, Superstar something Inc. like that. Yeah, yeah. I also really liked the animated thing where they could say "fuck." What was that Camp one? WWE? Oh was the yeah. One where they like, like they get like three people who were actual real life friends together, and they'd sit around table, the table. Uh, table, table for three. Table for three. Oh, I I liked those ones because it really yeah. told you like how they actually were in real life. <laughs> Chad's over here like, what's the show? Uh, it was it was three people. They were at a table. <laughs> what was that called? <laughs> I also didn't hate um ride along. Yeah, ride along wasn't bad either. Oh, I remember was they it did the one shield. where they like rode along? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I-, I remember they did a shield one. <laughs> I really like the ones where they did the where I like the New Day one a lot. Yeah, that one was good. Um, they should do that nowadays with like the Judgment Day. I would love to watch that. Oh, that'd be a ton of fun. I bet. I've watched a ton of interviews about them backstage, all talking about each other. Apparently, Dom Mysterio only eats chicken tenders. I uh, yeah, I remember that segment last year before the him and Ray Mania match. It was him and Rhea at dinner, and he was like, "I'll have the chicken tenders." <laughs> 
Apparently that's all he eats. So like everywhere they go as a group, they have to find somewhere that has chicken tenders on the menu. That's a it's real like life everywhere thing. though. Everywhere has chicken tenders. I mean, not everywhere, but most places. Yeah, I everywhere agree. has like a kids menu, and if they don't, <laughs> it's a place that's that has Tom and Nick tenders. Mysterio. I, dude, can't wait. <laughs> we'll we'll get we'll we'll get to it when we get to Raw. Fuck, I love I love our truth. Um, all right, this this tag team match. Um, let's see. We had a beer and a quarter for just entrances. Yeah. And it was essentially a match where you had a ton of tags. Yep. Ton of two counts yep. and a ton of chops. And that was, that was pretty. Uh, I mean, this match got nine and a quarter beers. So, so many tags, so many chops, so many like around the arena things. Like, I really enjoyed this. I, I don't y'all were it wasn't bad. overly excited about it, but like I was I love long and five on five tags like this where like they're tagging in. I just wish it was stuff. elimination. That's my only thing. But then also don't I they guess, do that at Survivor Series in like a couple pay per views. Like a I don't know if it's Alliance versus WWF. I thought they did a similar thing like two pay per views from now. They might. Cause the whole time I'm watching this pay so We'll cut to the chase. Stone Cold turns and he's with the Alliance. And I knew eventually that that happened. And I I was assuming that it happened here. It's just like, I don't know. Imagine being, imagine watching this live with like the wrestling minds that we have now. Okay. And like, don't put yourself as like a kid who, you know, thinks it's real. Sort it of thing. Real. Yeah. Um, it just. I'm just, I'm just like, think about how much you would have fucking hated that, into like almost that entire show. I, I don't know. It, it just the the Stone Cold turn really kills the match from kills like everything. Watching, watching back perspective, but up until the turn, I really enjoyed the shit out of this match. Yeah, I I, I did too. It, it's I, I'm speaking poorly about a match that was good up until the like very 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 good up until the end. It, it was just absolute chaos. This yeah. match. Yeah, it was. So, uh, let's see if I have any good notes here. We had Kane go through the Spanish announce table. Uh, Kurt Angle was probably the uh, MVP of this match. Yeah, definitely. So the person like, they were trying to get over the most. Yeah, like toward the end, like Angle for one was like he he had a huge pop for his entrance. Um, I would say it was the second biggest entrance pop behind Austin. It it was just insane. And then at the end, they had Kurt Angle make like two separate babyface comebacks just to get thwarted by Austin turning heel and joining the alliance. So there was that. But yeah. I I enjoyed the match. It was uh <laughs> I I also took another note. I was like imagine the internet rumors surrounding this match in 2024. Like you you have to think that like the internet rumors at the time must have been something like oh, we're going to get, you know, Hogan Nash and Hall and it just didn't happen. Like, imagine the absolute outrage for this match or for this entire pay per view. Because them doing a, like, they were, we even said last week, like, next is supposed to be fully loaded because they said that on the retro we watched last week. It turns out it's invasion. And you have to be thinking, like, a bunch of the WCW dudes are going to show up for that. And a bunch did, but just not the big ones. So, um, yeah, we ended with the uh, team WCW, ECW, the Alliance. They won the whole thing, the whole kit and caboodle. 
Uh, we got the Y Austin Y from JR. And I got nine and a quarter beers, 22 and a half total beers for the show. Uh, so as we would usually at this point get into the weekly wrestling recap, Chad had a special assignment that he was supposed to do about, I don't know, an hour ago, but he had to poop. Now he's back. Chad, make your sales pitch now. You watched TNA Hard to Kill. I did. Your sales pitch to Joe and I on why sh- why we should watch TNA. I've got the most honest set of pros and cons you've ever heard in your life. First of all, let's recap things that happened during Hard to Kill. One, I want to point out they, they're under the new brand. They're TNA again. And they put on a banger of a show. Very good show. This is what that company needed. It was the largest crowd they've had in eight years. It was Big. awesome. It wasn't a huge crowd. I mean, but like it was a much bigger crowd than they're usually used to, which is like tiny little like. You also have to think like two of those eight years, they weren't allowed to have people in the crowd. Yeah. So like, sure. I'm just going to be devil's advocate. I'm going to try and say, I'm going to try and give you reasons why I'm not going to watch this. Um, Things that happen on the show, I really want to point out. We had an Ultimate X match. I got, a, I love Ultimate X matches. Saw some highlights from that on Twitter. It looked awesome. Um, a triple threat uh, X division match: Chris Saban versus Kushida versus El Hijo del Vikingo. Um, yes, please, can I have some more? And at the show, they announced that AEW, I mean TNA, has a standing relationship on contract with Triple A. So now they can uh, use wrestlers from each other's companies, and they're going to be cross-promotioning stuff. And it, so, wasn't didn't Impact already have that though? Yeah, but they're like redoing all of their branding and all their contracts, right? So, like, so it's business as usual, except Impact is now TNA. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I saw this stuff. I saw, I like, I read about the show, and I was like, yeah, this look, this looks pretty good. I. uh I might enjoy that more than AEW. I I did. I gotta tell you honestly, I enjoyed the show more than almost anything else I've watched from AEW recently. Uh, Josh Alexander versus Alex Hammerstone. Never watched an Alex Hammerstone match before. Me neither. Was it was it that good? It was really good. Um, not only was it really just a really good match, but like, um, Alex Hammerstone has a super cool finisher. It's like one of those big guy like I'll pick you up and put you down fin- uh, finishers. Yeah. But it's like a it's called the Nightmare Pendulum. Go look that shit up. It is awesome. Could you describe it for us? I don't know. He like <sighs> picks them up and puts them down. He picks them up. He puts them <laughs> down. But he, he like swings them in like a pendulum style move, kind of similar to like the Baron Corbin thing. But like it's much more, it's much higher up. And it takes way more strength to do it. But my god, it was awesome. Interesting. Okay. Um, Fatal Four Way Tag Team Match: ABC, the Rascals. Um, Speedball Mike Bailey and Laredo Kid, and then uh, the Grizzled Young Vets. Yeah, I like those guys. That was an awesome fucking match. ABC wins, holds the tag titles. Um, Jordan Grace wins the Knockouts Champions, and then in the main event, my favorite team that was against wrestler. Trinity. Yeah, yeah, she beat Trinity. Trinity yeah. did do like a little like thanks to the TNA crowd afterwards. Well, I heard um, she has a couple more dates. She has dates this, this weekend in Orlando, which is where she's from. I think she's going to finish it out there. And, and the Rumble's done. in Tampa, so yeah. Yeah. So, um, but then the main event, my favorite TNA wrestler won the title. It's Moose. Moose. 
Moose is the TNA world champion. Um, and then immediately we got ourselves a uh, Nick Nemeth debut. Yep. So I don't have to watch New Japan now. It's awesome. <laughs> I, can, I can just watch TNA. He is TNA, yeah. Which I only watch. I already watched. So, like, thank God. And you lucked out, Chad. But since we're talking about TNA, I want to talk about the pros and cons. Listen, listen to this stuff. Tell me how you feel. Reasons why you should watch TNA. Um, they are back to the old TNA stage with like the circular tunnel that like comes towards the stage. I love those circular tunnels that like you walk out of the tunnel. Just a big hole. You love yeah. big holes. Yeah, I love those circular tunnels. Um, the commentary team is awesome. Tom Phillips, I do WWE love... and Aiden English. Aiden English is doing it. Okay. Aiden what was English. That guy? What was Tom Phillips' name in WWE? Tom, Tom Phillips. Phillips. It's Tom Hannafin now. His name was Tom Phillips. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Tom Hannafin and um, oh, Aiden, English. Aiden English is his real name. Matthew uh, something. Matthew Ray Walter. Okay. But they do the commentary. They're awesome. I love that commentary team. I think it's my favorite commentary team. And they're young. Team. Like they could do it for they could do it for a long time. Definitely one of my favorite commentary Isn't teams. Isn't he married to one of uh, one of the Guerreros? Like Shaw, Shaw Guerrero. Aiden English? Idea. Yeah, Aiden English. Pretty sure he is. That sounds right for some reason. Is that is that one of Eddie's daughters? Or is that one of Shava's daughters? No idea. No, this I've never heard any of this stuff. Even if that is if if that is true, that's definitely like a, a big time Joe's brain moment right there. Yeah, I read I read it on the internet at one point. <laughs> like five years ago. <laughs> oh, she's a burlesque performer. Whoa. Yeah, um, she's she's Eddie and Vicky's kid. Wow. Aiden English is married to her. You're saying Eddie Aiden English is married to a Guerrero. Aiden English, spouse. Wow. Married in 2016. Wow. Interesting. Weird. Uh, more um, pros. Wait, wait. Before you move on to pros, I have a question. Yeah. Does your does the quantity of pros outweigh the quantity of quant of cons? They're, pr- they're pretty even. Hmm. Okay. Keep going. They're they're pretty even. It's just uh, what I you just, like. Just curious. They're they're it's just what you're into. So okay. like, um, like the divisions that really stand out in TNA are their tag team division. They have tons of great tag teams. And probably the X division. I wouldn't even say the X division right now. I think X Division provides great matches, but I don't think it's really a division. right? People move into the X Division to fight for the title, but there's no real division. Is there. it a weight class thing? It's not a weight class thing. It's okay. a style of wrestling thing. So like Samoa Joe has won the X Division champion, but it's Got normally it. people like Chris Saban or AJ Styles. It's the just high tempo, high impact style wrestling matches that they oh, call impact. the X Division. Um, but the women's division, I think, is really good over there. I really enjoy Jordan Grace. I really enjoy Giselle Shaw. Um, they Lady have, Frost, she's still over there? No, Lady no, Frost she's in, in Ring she's of Honor. Collision. Or no, Ring of Honor? She yeah, was in Ring of she Honor. She was in Ring of Honor, yeah. Um, Giselle Shaw, Alicia Edwards. Uh, they just signed Zaya Brookside. They got Danny Luna from uh, NXT UK. Just like a really great quantity of young female talent. And yeah, it like, sucks that Deanna Perrazzo and Trinity are gone, but I don't think that will like really kill that division. They have so many young stars that if you haven't watched are just awesome. Okay. Um, the matches, like the new match styles that you've never heard of or seen before. That's gotta be, that excites list. me. I love matches. I've never watched before that are, you know, um, 
the style of match. I'm talking about like I, ultimate. I'll say acts. right now, Chad, it's, it's, it's working. It's working. I'm. You might not want to say your con list. <laughs> uh, well, good news. My last pro is the authority figure for TNA. Okay. Do you know who, who the director that? of authority is in TNA wrestling? Wasn't it Mickey James for the women's division? But no, I'm talking about on-screen personality. Dixie Carter. No, no. <laughs> Santino Morella. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Is the director of authority in the on-screen role? It's awesome. So not actually, but he's like if the uh, it's it an was on-screen like, thing. Yeah, yeah. He, he's okay. he's like the guy that would say. You're you, gonna go see each other. War game. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you're gonna go one on one with the Undertaker. With the Undertaker. <laughs> no. no um, okay. I like right, that. Cons. You, I, I'm currently I'm gonna give you the cons. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you here. All right. There's please cons. be honest. Please be honest. Um, it's hard to get access to their weekly wrestling show. All right. That was gonna be that. If you weren't gonna mention that as a con, I was gonna be very um. Uh, Where I don't can you know. watch it? You have to watch it in your access, or you have to have their. There's three ways to watch it. You can either watch it live on access, on delay on YouTube if you have a subscription, or you have to watch it on their, on their um their app. But that's on that's, it's on delay. It's a two hour delay. So you and watch how do it I after get it's access done. to access? I looked it up, and it's featured on a lot of like major companies. You might what. Depending on what your cable company is, you might I have, have it. YouTube TV. I have YouTube TV as well. I don't get it. It's okay. not available. So, like, that's a problem for me. Is it just okay. AXS? AXS, yes. So nice. that's hard. That's a con. But I watch it on the. I'm gonna watch it on their app the next day. I'm just never gonna watch it live. I'm okay, okay. with that. But I have their app. So, um, if I'm ever mad at you, and I'm if you have the up. app, can you watch it for free the next day? On if you the have app. the app, I think you can watch Impact for free. I think you got to pay to watch. I thought it was TNA. Sorry, no. The show is TNA Impact. Hmm. I'm confused. TNA is the company. Mm. It's like Monday Night is Raw, but it's WWE. I'm fucking. Impact with you. is now Raw. I'm fucking with you. I get it. Okay. <laughs> um. Other negatives. They have the worst ring announcer I've ever seen. Oh, who is it? Jade Chung, who is Josh Alexander's wife. Uh, it was her first pay-per-view as the new ring announcer. She's brand new. It was awful. Hated it. Could you describe why she was bad? Um, she was not reading a, off that's cue not cards. A, that's not a huge like. That's not a huge thing for me. Like I like when they're good, but when they're bad, I don't really care. Yeah, like it didn't kill the show for me, but like I wish she was, you know, Samantha Irvin. You know? It was like when Byron Saxton did Crown Jewel in the first couple matches. I was like. Why the fuck is Byron Saxon out there? But then, like, he kind of grew on me, you know? It, it, does she have the potential to grow on you? Yeah, I'm sure she. It's her first one. I, I shouldn't talk too much shit, but for now. Yeah, I would say that's a very thing. minuscule con. There's no mid card. It's like there's a, world, the there's a world title. They have the X Division, but it's not really a division. So, like, people enter and exit the X Division as they want title shots. People do that in the mid card, too. Yeah. But, like, there are people that are locked mid carters to me on the other shows. Like you'll never see Roderick Strong from AEW getting a world title shot. I think you will. But or like you Hooks know get Hook Hook got one. Yeah, Hook got one. Or even if they what got one, guy? you know they're never Fucking, gonna win. It didn't you know? like Dante because Martin. They're mid carters. They're okay, mid carters. Yeah. They're never gonna win it. 
they're going to be compete for things like the TNT. Well, title hold on, is it? Couldn't this also be construed as a as a pro because that means any title shot you ever see, you could feasibly see the challenger winning because there's no mid card. I will tell you that the 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 TNA World Title, formerly known as the Impact World Title, has a normal average rate uh, of change of more than twice a year. So like, like it turns over a lot. Also, pro. Did you see the new titles? They look sick. The new titles. How is that not sick. a pro? I mean, I didn't think title design was that big of a pro, Absolutely. but I do think they're sick. I do think all of them look awesome. Absolutely, it is. Um, negative. Didn't mention um, Dana Brooks there. Dana Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> By herself. I'm, I'm, I'm out. A negative. <laughs> She's a negative. She's called ash by elegance now um that's a negative <laughs> that's a terrible name she's a terrible wrestler dana broke um it's all pre-taped that's that's a negative um because you'll see spoilers all over the internet not if, if you don't look for them if something big happens on the weekly show before it's aired you can you can normally see something if you look for it i'm not saying it's like normally like in your face but if i go look for it 100% can find it. Yeah, it was like back in the day when SmackDown was on tape delay. Like they taped it on Tuesday and it was live, it was on Thursdays. Like or you could every time NXT is. Yeah, a little, like I'm thinking like back in the day, you could look up SmackDown spoilers before it happened, you know. Yeah. And then uh last but not least, the rosters is it's always in flux a little bit with it, with impact. You could get really into somebody and then the next day they're gone cuz they're 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 uh they're um independent. Their contracts. contracts are short. They do a lot of like guest appearances, you know, like things like that. So like, I think they're trying to change that with this new roster scheme. But like for now, like what my experience the last couple of years is though the roster is like always in flux. Like Subculture showed up for like two pay per views, and I was like, dude, I'm so glad I get to watch Mark Andrews and like Flash Gordon Webster. They're an awesome tag team, and then they were gone again. Okay, so like. That's a little bit of that's my biggest negative, actually. I think, other than the access to the weekly show is not great, is that like, yes, they have their like go tos. You're never going to not see Josh Alexander and Moose, but like, it does suck that like you have a little bit of constant change and roster turnover always happening. But here's the thing, and I think this should have been on your pro list is after this change, there appears to be, and, and it's maybe you didn't put on your pro list because it's not like. A for sure thing but i think it's definitely like i don't know on the horizon especially with the whole triple a announcement even though they were already working together i mean there's also all the rumors that they other that companies WWE wants are, involved other companies are gonna want to get involved and work with tna yeah i think yeah i don't know wasn't mercedes and bailey at the show they yeah. were to watch trinity's match yeah they, they were up in the balcony and there's some like literally blurry pictures where people are like Triple H was that hard to kill. It doesn't look anything like Triple H. I don't agree, but there's really blurry <laughs> pictures of people on the internet are freaking out about thinking it's yeah. Triple H in the back. It, and like, it's like it's like we have all this fucking phone camera technology, but like when it comes time to take a picture that's like actually important, it's just the blurriest thing you've ever seen. Like the person that took it is taking it on like a one of those brick Nextel phones from 2008. It's basically when you're trying to take a picture of Bigfoot and I don't know where your phone's blurry. <laughs> basically the same thing when you try and catch Triple H or TNA. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So I am watching every week from now on for further notice. 
it starts getting bad, I'm going to tell you. But I'm telling you right now, the episode that's airing right now has a Josh Alexander versus Will Ospreay match on it. I heard about that. I heard it was really good. Um, here's what I'll say. You have convinced me, as long as I don't have to pay for it, because I already know you're going to watch it, to watch TNA pay-per-views. I'll give you my access, dude. You can watch. Hard I mean, to kill. I, I also I pay for all the AEW ones, and I'm assuming you watch. I pay off for of some of my. Uh, yeah, I, I think we I think we swap. Pretty Joe much. and I Joe and I split the AEW ones, so. And I assume you watch off of our payments, so I, I, I haven't been recently. But do. I think it's the least you could do is let us, you know, piggyback off your TNA. No, I don't. I already told you I would let you without you accusing me of using your fucking AEW. I account. didn't accuse you. I already knew the truth. I, I haven't used it in. in Half a year. <laughs> I'll just I'll just come over and watch it. That's true. That, oh, that's dude. easy for Joe. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm and to add this to the negative list, here's only one negative. Um, if you don't watch the pay-per-views live, it took about a day to get onto the streaming service before I could watch it. Because I didn't watch it live. I don't like that. It did not quickly happen. Are they I think they're normally on Saturdays or Sundays? Well, the next two are on Fridays. Ooh. Whoa. That's I a will, I'll a thousand percent. Alright, that's kind of harsh. But I feel like I would be much more inclined to watch a TNA pay-per-view live on a Friday instead of SmackDown. Or yeah. Rampage. Yes. Same. I'm never watching <laughs> Rampage again. <laughs> Even I, I don't, don't watch. Think, I don't think anymore. I'm ever even going to watch Collision. I mean, I'm, I'm actively watching it, but that's because that's only because I'm looking for your guys's. Sa Saturday was the first sign. time I've watched Collision since CM Punk was on Collision, and I don't even like CM Punk. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well. All right. Let's get into the weekly wrestling recap then, uh, and start with SmackDown. Happened on Friday, last Friday. Uh, no Roman Reigns. Nope. That was what we found out in the first five minutes. Because uh, it was supposed to be the Bloodline three-on-three -three tag team match versus Orton Styles and LA Knight. Yep. And then it turned into a three-on-two because Roman's not there. And the Bloodline had till the end of the night to find a tag team partner. And that was kind of... Was that really like the only thing that happened? No. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, Karrion Cross was last week. So the only other big thing was Pete Dunn. They call him Pete Dunn? No, not, not officially, but that's the one where they they hinted at his name change. Yeah, yep. I think we might. I think they're they're either going to keep hinting at it, or it's it's going to happen tomorrow. But I'm I'm absolutely thrilled. I don't remember if I talked about this. But I saw a rumor that this was happening a while ago, and now it seems like it's finally coming to fruition. But I just don't remember if I talked about it on the show or not. I don't know. Could have. So, um, what else do you guys want to talk about from SmackDown? Chad's best three things from uh, SmackDown. Okay, Chad. the uh, the new, I guess, faction trio. Mm. Of, yeah, of uh, Angel, Carrillo, and oh not Coast. the new faction i thought you were going to talk about no i i like i like that pairing oh with carlito yeah no not with Car carlito wasn't even on the show with Santos. angel garza carrillo and, oh, oh there was santos. santos 
Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. The the old LWO with uh, Joaquin Wild and other guy that I forget his name. Cruz del Toro or Cruz, are yeah. they're with Carlito. Yeah, look, they're having they a six. Him. They're having a six man tag tomorrow. I know that. I forget what they called him. It was something like, um, Legado de Familia or something like that. Fantasma. No, it wasn't Legado de Fantasma. It, it the new faction name. Oh, the new team name. I yeah, it was like like Legado de Familia or something like that. Interesting. Hmm. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think Andrade joins? He's cousins with with Carrillo. I think he would go maybe face to begin with and then turn on him. Yeah. Wait, Carrillo is on the heel team. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's also though. cousins with Garza because they're they're cousins, right? I don't know. Oh. Then he, he, I would say he would go heel team. Oh yeah, it was Garza. Heel that team. He used heel to, team it, six. It was Garza that he used to t- t- tag with. You're right. Well, I didn't know I was right. I was I was asking a question, but thank you. Joe remembers. Joe remembers a lot. Um. Well, the the group I thought you were going to talk about, Joe, the new faction alert. Uh, for Chad, Karen Cross's team faction, whatever. The final testament. Yeah, Chad, give um, me uh, give me a rating on that uh, faction name. Faction name, the final testament. It's a bad faction name. <laughs> me a rating. Uh, uh, three point four out of ten. It's actually higher than I thought. I I, I didn't think you were going to go above three. Three point four out of ten. And then doesn't Bobby Lashley's have a name now too? I did not hear that on SmackDown. He like posted it. He posted it somewhere. Hold on, it's bad too. It's like the Pride or something. Oh, so not the Hurt Business. Um, yeah, it's the Pride. That's a bad team name. Like Pride Rock. We're gonna go with. 2.7 like lions 2.7 2.7 out of 10 like the like the lions the pride like the the animal from the circus i have no idea what it means i'm just telling you what it is that's a bad faction name we're going with 2.7 out of 10 you know it's a good faction name judgment day oh what you about a, um undisputed kingdom you know it's a good faction name undisputed kingdom <laughs> you know it's a good faction name chaos the, the bloodline what about the bloodline? Um, I actually don't hate it. good faction name. That is a good faction. That is a good faction name. Evolution. That's a good faction name. Best faction name ever. Bullet Club. Bullet Club. Bullet Club. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 as soon as I asked that, I was like, wait, this answer is very obvious. Undisputed Era. That was a good, that was a good, um, that was a good faction name. Yeah. Um, underrated faction name. The Pride. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who was a uh, faction? I I'm not saying that it was good or underrated. I just can't remember what the faction name was of uh like Seamus Rusev Alberto oh, the Del Rio. World of, or the League of Nations, dude. Oh, bad. Okay, bad. bad I forgot bad what they were called. Name. I forgot what they were called. Hand up. Ooh, I did here's I one. did preface that. Underrated faction name Nexus. Okay. Great yeah. faction name. Yeah. Nexus. Bad faction name, New Nexus. That's like saying the same thing <laughs> twice. <laughs> new, new. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, uh, my only other note that I can think of is uh, they had another match get called off. Austin Theory landed on his head. Oh, he landed on Carmelo Hayes' head or the other way oh, around. Oh, was that this week? I thought Carmelo that was landed on that. Austin Theory's head. Technically, it was last week, but that's yeah. like how we talk about SmackDown. 
It's gross. Yeah, that didn't look good at all. I did not enjoy seeing that on my TV. Apparently, they're both fine, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I, I figured they were. Like, I, I, my biggest fear was that Theory had a concussion. And that was pretty much it. I think they said facial contusion for him. Yeah, so it's just like a bruise or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Carmelo Hayes wrestled on Tuesday, so. Well, I mean, we literally talked about how those are all on tape delay. No, they're not. No, they're not. Not they're anymore, not all on dude. tape delay. They're sometimes on tape delay. All right, fine. Sorry. You're wrong. I'm just so focused on trying to get this cheese stick open. Uh, I don't know why. The, 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 the cheese sticks come in a bag that's resealable, but each individual cheese stick also comes in its own package. So that you could pack it for lunch, that, dude. I was about to say the same thing, Joe. <laughs> sure, yeah, but like... Fat kid wants his cheese. They don't... Yes, exactly. But also, like, they don't have to package it like it's fucking alcatraz dude you know? every like, cheese stick I've wait ever no eaten. that's hard to get out what's hard to get into well it's hard to, for the cheese fort knox they don't have to package this thing like it's fucking fort knox area area 69 area 69 my god this is bullshit what's we wrong should Jeff? move on from we should move yeah on why don't Smackdown. you guys go ahead and talk about your collision all right experience let me pull up the old notes <laughs> all right so i'm just what? gonna i'm just gonna tell a story of the night basically <laughs> i love this um i'm gonna i'm gonna start with some quotes right uh so this might not go in chronological order but do you know who jd drake is yeah big guy big big dude i just watched him <laughs> on collision yeah so did we um the guys in front of us were very disrespectful and body shamers incredibly oh, drunk too like very so very drunk. very very drunk wait did they also body shame someone else on this night no, because Ch- they were too distracted by Chad going crazy about that girl. Um, <laughs> uh, so they said, this motherfucker looks like Kevin Owens ate Kevin Owens. <laughs> that is kind of funny, though. And then Chad said, wait, hold on. Is that Dylan? He's got the gray hair and everything. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we got a drunk kind of hillbilly dude um think think the briscoes but less classy um he was like or like uh the section next to us and you heard him say damn kira hogan's got a kira hogan's fat and like obviously with a talking ph about her butt like <laughs> talked about her butt for that there was a lot match. of body shaming going on she, in, she in was Norfolk. in a ring of honor match and this dude didn't shut up the entire time she wasn't tagged in he was like tag kira hogan in yeah he was he was very into kira hogan's behind um interesting we got into an argument with a bald guy because the entire night we were talking we were saying who the fuck is hook and don't hinder gender (laughs) we got into an argument with a bald guy about how great Jinder Mahal's title run was. <laughs> yeah, he did. He was like, he was making all the points we normally make of how bad Jinder, <laughs> how, well, bad Jin- how bad Jinder Mahal's title run was. But we went on the offense and we were like, dude, how are you going to call that bad? Remember the Punani prison match? How good was that? He's like, trash, <laughs> trash. And we were like, remember when the Singh brothers attacked Cowboy Cowboy Orton? Uh, uh, Bob. 
Cowboy Bob Orton at ringside. That was so good. That was in St. Louis. That's Randy Orton's hometown. Nobody wins in their hometown. <laughs> yeah, so we just talked for a pretty long time about how great Kira, or nope, not Kira Hogan, Jinder Mahal's title <laughs> run was. Um, Chad Sign got confiscated. Yo, I'm glad we brought that up. I'm ready to vent. All, All right, right let's hear it. Okay, so I get to the show, and they're doing uh, sign checks. Now, on that same note, I, f- I saw an internet post. It was like, what was given out at the Chartway Arena to all the security? I and saw apparently this Apparently, the sign checks were only for Kylie Ray, NDA, or Chris Jericho-related signs. Yep. So they didn't kick... It they didn't also take said sign. anything with profanity on it, which I know that your sign that said... Who TF is hook? Okay. Doesn't say the word fuck on it, but ringside, it's heavily implied. Ringside, there was a cowboy shit sign. And they put that on TV. That's, you know, does it, did it actually spell out S H I T or yes. like S H asterisk? No. Cowboy shit. I don't know what to TV. tell you then, Chad. So we get through. So they, so like at like one or two mess matches into ring of honor they're like we're gonna film the intro for ring of honor get your signs up so stand up and cheer and they like put the camera on our section i have my sign up and the camera zoomed in so it couldn't see my signs so it, it cut us out so i knew right then like oh fuck they're not gonna put us on tv at all they're upset about my sign so i didn't yeah. put it up again you have to have a strategy though when you have a sign like that is you have to have someone next to you that has a TV showable sign, and I then did. when you see, yeah, exactly. I mean, but and then when you see that sign on TV, like on the Titantron, that's when you hold your expletive sign up. Well, I was like, I'm not gonna show mine because I that gave me the cue that like they weren't gonna like it. So I held it close to the chest until with like five minutes before collision, Tony Khan came out. Oh. Tony yeah, Khan I mean, did you his have normal, to hold like, that sign up then. He was like staring and not blinking and yelling and like yelling about how great everyone in you know everyone on collision is. Um and We've so got I a helped... great show tonight on collision. I haven't blinked since 2006. Yeah, it was like that. And so I was like, I'm holding the sign up and booing this man. So I did, <laughs> and I think he saw the sign and told someone to come confiscate it because within five minutes of that, security came over and took it from me before they even finished the collision intro. What a like, bunch of bullshit. Like dude. the Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting was still playing when someone came and took my sign. I have to say, Chad, you got to be smarter than that. You weren't even on TV yet. Look, man, I had to show Tony Khan the sign that made fun of Tony Khan. There's yeah. no way around that. And you know what? He would have seen it back. Maybe he'll tweet about it. <laughs> but that's like all we're going to get. I was Some so good mad. Everyone in our section was like, they took your fucking sign? What? Yeah, they took my fucking sign. I spent $1.50 on that <laughs> at Dollar Tree. 50 cents for the poster board and a dollar for the marker. Dollar twenty-five. Well, a dollar twenty-five for the marker. The the poster war was actually fifty cents. It's two for one dollar. Oh, nice. So technically a dollar seventy-five. You're right. A waste okay. of money. Waste, total waste of a dollar seventy-five. <laughs> Fuck you, right. Tony Khan. You could have bought Piece like a double for that. All right. Keep going, Joe. Sorry. Um. So, <clears throat> first off, I want to say Chad gets very hot and bothered about uh, whenever 
Deanna Perrazzo is around. Um, okay, Chad. He explained to everybody in the surrounding area how he likes those girls thicker. Um, <laughs> wow. He, he objectified her a whole lot, but then Chad. But then the girl in front of him decided he want that she wanted to be friends with him because he's like, uh, I think she's a very pretty lady, and um, she, I think that she very strongly resembles my wife, um, and. I really appreciate that about Diana Perazzo. When you say someone, when you say someone that you're saying is like very attractive, he, and he, you're he, like, and and uh, in the same sentence, you're like, she very strongly resembles my wife. It's just like it's just like blurting out to like tens of people. It's like, yeah, I've jerked off to that girl. <laughs> to, to be to be fair, that's what Chad did that night. To be fair, um. He never said she's hot. He never said check out that 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 ass. Check out them titties. He just said I think she's a very pretty lady. But he she said is that a very pretty lady. He, he said that very many times. Thank you, Joe, for clarifying that I only said how pretty of a lady she was and how great of a wrestler she was, and also how much she resembles your wife. Which I mean, that comment which, one time. Which no, which means <laughs> that you think that your wife is a pretty lady. My so wife that's is a also lady, that's also bonus points for you. All right. So now we're still in the Deanna Perazzo match. Oh and, god. And Chad oh, no. Chad was cheering hardcore for Deanna because he's Deanna's number one fan. And the kid behind him was cheering for Red Velvet. So Chad turns oh, around no. and he asks him, Why do you like Red Velvet over Deanna? And the black kid behind us was like, She's black. And Chad was like, All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue that. <laughs> you really can't. Uh, uh, I just had a note, a general show note that said Tony Khan booked Hook in a squash match against match against against Jesus the big jobber shit. to make him look like a more of a legitimate competitor. Bef- uh, yeah. after all that Twitter nonsense, yeah, yes. I mean that's fair. Um, then I got the dude in front of us who was a big fan of Aubrey Edwards. He said, oh. "Dude, uh, Aubrey Edwards." Oh, she's he. I, I, so my note says, dude in front of us was simping for Aubrey Edwards. I hate like, that. I hate that guy. Like, I just love, you know, her olive skin. I like that Not big true. Egyptian nose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then, maybe he was actually making fun of her. No, no. he wasn't. And and then his oh. friend, his friend next to him was was like, Nah, dude, you're crazy. Aubrey smells like a fresh can of tuna. <laughs> <laughs> These guys were drunk off their ass, man. Every um, comment that came out of them was ridiculous. That same guy who made the tuna fish comment later in the show broke his armrest off his chair in the arena. Like, broke the chair's armrest. That's oh, I got someone's that. having a then really he, good time. Then he proceeded to put it in his pants and try and convince the girl next to him to touch it. To, 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 put, uh, to rest her arm on his armrest. Yep. It, he was, was trying crazy. to do the it was, nice watch It was borderline sexual armrest. harassment. Yeah, no, it was. Oh yeah. God. Okay. Um. So then I got love watching TV on a at a live show. Oh yeah. Um. Battle of the belts. The Battle of the belts. Street street fight. Then that I that said, whole match, I kept talking about how I knew a hot dog place over there. That's really good at ODU. So wait, it's right next to where so, they were doing it. <laughs> were you? Did you like bring like a pen and paper to the show? No, I got, or did you take them on your phone and write them down? Okay. Love um. That. Then I got. Uh. Chad turned his kids cynical. Because there were the there two of his kids were sitting behind us. They weren't my kids. They yeah, were right. they were just kids. I don't have kids that old at all. 
But there were two kids that were sitting by themselves. Their parents had seats somewhere else. And we're kind of that letting is them like insane. So they, they were just letting these two kids like sit by themselves and like how enjoy old are it. these children? Uh, maybe eleven. That's not okay. I would guess the younger one was like ten or eleven. The older one was like thirteen. All right, dude. At thirteen, I took the train into the city with my brother to see yeah, concerts. That was, those are different times, Joseph. You're in an arena. Like their parents were in the arena, and they, they, yeah, they could see. They were like sitting above them. They checked in on them all the time. Oh, okay, so it wasn't like they were far away. No, it was like they were maybe in the section. Okay, like just okay, okay, okay. That, that's a little better. It's a little better. These kids uh, cheered for everybody, though. Oh, I hate that. So like everyone, like but, even like they cheered for both people in each match. They cheer for Nyla Rose on the on the Ring of Honor opener. Um, I cheered for Nyla Rose because fuck Erica Lee. Oh yeah. She faced uh, a VCW star, so we cheered <laughs> for, so we cheered against the VCW star. <laughs> like su- super, how face. funny would it have been if that one guy from VCW wrestled? I know. There? I, we, I was hoping Bra- for it. Brandon Smith, Brandon, Brandon Scott. Scott, Brandon Scott. We would have. I, I was actually really close. I, I was surprised I remembered Brandon. Yeah, but th- but then at the end of the night, uh, the kids got a little cynical. I'm guessing it was past their bedtime, and they were oh. It, it was during one of the matches in Battle of the Belts where they started saying, this is boring. And Chad was like, hey, be respectful. They're working really hard down there. Uh, and I was like, was, oh, he's such like a good a dad's match. And they they started chanting that within like the first two minutes. It was the Julia Hart it was, yeah. match where they started chanting it. And the match had literally just rung the fucking belt. Was that the one again? That sucks. Anna J versus Anna Julia J. Hart. Was that the main event for Battle of the Belts? No, it was the middle match. The the main event was the Orange Cassidy Preston Vance match, and to, oh. to be fair, I was ready to go too. I was um, I was done. Yeah, but you um, don't get up and stand up and like chant. This is boring. No, I was yeah. cheering for Julia Hart so hard. Yeah. Um, I want to point out that Aubrey Edwards wasn't a ref for a Chris Jericho match. Yep. Uh, I and I don't know what to say. It was a street fight. Aubrey can't be seen out on the streets. That's why. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's my yeah. excuse. Uh, uh, that that's my last note. Good, of, very good of, note though of the show. Yeah, uh, and then I just want to say, like, I think we all had a really good time. Oh shit! Yeah. So shit. C- CJ was there with you guys. Who was the yes, other guy? C- uh, he was the husband of our wedding photographer. Okay. Uh, gotcha. High high school friend of Bree's who lives like somewhere in mid Virginia. Uh, they came, they came out for the weekend dropped. and took took the Cowboys engagement. did end up firing Mike McCarthy. No, dude, you cut Joe off. That was rude. <laughs> no, that that's that's who the guy was. Kazucha Okada is officially no longer part of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Holy shit! Breaking news: New Kazuchika Okada set to part ways immediately with New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's happening. The Royal Rumble's happening. Yeah. Final four. Holy shit. So what were you reading that on? Comicbook.com? Because I'm looking at Twitter and the official New Japan Twitter account tweeted it. So it's like real. No, yeah. Real. They they tagged that in their Yeah, post. yeah. I, I would assume so. Holy he shit. He's no longer a part of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Oh my god. Is Here's he Okada. To Next week, I return to TNA. Yeah, no, he already announced that. He's that on was... that. Oh, okay. He's on a he he's he had a match years and years ago and like he apparently had some big argument with their booking department so like it was a shit match he's he said for years that he wanted to come back to TNA and do <laughs> a one off 
So he had a match. They do their TV tapings the night after the pay-per-view. He did a TV taping the night after pay-per-view where he had a match for TNA. Uh, I just stumbled across my the probably the funniest one on Twitter so far. If if you if you guys if anyone listening doesn't follow Public Enemies podcast, they're also a wrestling podcast. These guys are fucking hilarious with the shit they tweet out. It was uh, the caption is Randy Orton and Okada seeing who has the best drop kick at WrestleMania, and it's just the the video of uh, it's just the My Way video for Mania Seventeen. <laughs> I fucking love those guys. They're so funny. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, dude, I think my favorite, um, a couple moments from Collision I want to talk about real quick that were actually really enjoyable. Um, Okada's contract ends on January 31st, so he will not be at the Rumble. Fuck. But at WrestleMania. Yes, that is probably, uh, could be a thing. Elimination chamber. An, uh, an open. Holy shit, Bronson Reed just posted a picture where he's shaking hands with Okada. Oh, shit. But no, um, a couple things from Collision that were actually really cool. Um, we got to see a ton of great wrestlers. I did enjoy the lineup. The main event was awesome. House of Black beating FTR and oh. Daniel Garcia. That match was a banger. Edge of the seat. And we were the only people cheering for House of Black. So we were like on the edge of our seats, like hoping they won. We popped hard for them. And it's and it's hard not to cheer for FTR, but House of Black is yeah. better. Big More fan enjoyable. of that faction. Uh, faction name, House of Black. That's a good faction name. Yep. Yep. Um, the Pinnacle, bad faction name. Bad f- faction name. CMFTR, bad faction name. Um, yeah, that's Jericho one of those combinations. Society. Bad faction name. <laughs> bad faction name. <laughs> Wait, what were they What were they before the jazz? The Inner Circle. Inner Circle, good, good faction, faction name. name. Good faction name. Bad faction. Bad faction, good faction <laughs> name. Bad faction, good name. <laughs> Wait, um, let's go with... Worst faction, best name, and best faction, worst name. Oh. Because Inner Circle might fit the first one I just said. I think best faction, worst name might be the the Pride. Um, I really enjoy that faction. Bad name. Bad name. faction, Very great true. name, Inner Circle. <laughs> okay. I like that. Uh, I'll keep thinking of... Or good faction, bad name, the Pinnacle, good faction. Yeah, Even terrible name. Wardlow was in it. MJF, FTR, Sean Spring or Sean Spears. Sean Springs. That was a cornerback in the NFL. Sean Spears. I mean, I like Undisputed Kingdom and Wardlow's in that. I just hate Wardlow. Yeah, you could hate one guy. Well, it's just I wanted to get on you after that. Uh, either Ryback was, Ry- Ryback was in the new Nexus, wasn't he? Ryback was in original Nexus. No, oh, OG Nexus. OG yeah. Nexus. Yeah, actually, I love wasn't Nexus. even Ryback. It was uh, Skip Sheffield. Skip Sheffield. Yeah. But, I, was, I was thinking McGillicuddy was on my mind, but that's like I was like, that's not that's him. Curtis Axel. Yeah. Um, but it was super cool to watch the final spots that street fight live. We had like a, a big, big um a big large William power bomb onto a table with like paramedics checking on the piece of shit Chris Jericho. Um, we don't know if that's true yet. So no, you're, there's you're, other things. There's other set? things. Okay. Oh, okay. There's other, there's there's enough without that that I already just don't like Chris Jericho. But that's fair. Um, and then the the Sammy Guevara spot off the top of like the post next to the Titantron. Yeah. Saw that on Twitter. Joe yeah. didn't like it because awesome. it was a stupid spot where he lands in the in. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna stage. do this. And when we see we've seen it before, it's like, oh, I'm gonna do this super big move that's gonna win me the match, and I landed on myself. 
<laughs> like it's at least not Jericho falling on mattresses. That's true. Yeah, at least he fell through the stage, which made it look way worse than like falling on a mattress pad, a very obvious mattress pad. But that was a cool spot. No matter if it was not, it's just cool to j- see him jump off something like that. I enjoyed the shit out of that. And and most of the matches were were worth watching. Okay. Yeah. No, it was a fun. Yeah. We we had a great time. Collision yeah, seemed really like it was okay. I didn't have any complaints, but I was also watching. It no, was on my there, TV there while was, we were doing this. There so. was very little storytelling, but yeah, it was good wrestling. So if you're going to a live event and you don't want and you don't oh, watch the yeah, show that's at fair. all, that's fair. It's there. It was it, it was fun wrestling to watch. So maybe Collision fun to go to, awful to watch. I yeah, I can I can call that fair. Especially since the you can get really awesome seats for probably very cheap since nobody but, oh, goes yeah. to them. But Battle of the Belts was not good, and Ring of Honor wasn't very good. I yeah. Like, what was the Ring of Honor main event? The Kingdom, the Undisputed Kingdom, like the Matt Taven and Michael Bennett versus. Yeah, that was Matt Taven. Yeah, dude, did you know that's Matt Taven? <laughs> That was the joke the whole match. I was like, oh, dude, that's Matt Taven. Remember that was his back joke. in the day. It wasn't it wasn't an, a going joke between all of us. That was just Chad <laughs> saying it over and over again. Back during his title run, he used to say, I'm Matt Taven. So I was like, hey, do you know that's Matt Taven? That's I, Matt Taven. I feel like everyone. I, I'm surprised we had a guy mention us on Twitter saying that like two sections over that we had his kid laughing, his him and his kid laughing hysterically. Just by the sound, like it sounds like you guys. Well, not you guys, Chad. It sounds like Chad was just awful no, to be. I was around. not. No, I was bad at Raw we when get the it. intro That's went. Matt Taven. No, I was bad when I went to the Raw with Joe. I was okay. not bad this time. I was like a a good buzz level, and I stayed there. And but, Joe was sober. Um. Yeah. Dry January. But what was I saying? It was Matt Taven and Michael Bennett versus Mike Kanellis. You mean? Oh, like the Iron it. Savages, the, oh, the old yeah. Bear Country guys. That was oh, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Bear Bronson and Bear Bronson, All right. Bear Boulder, and whoever their guy that makes sexual references the entire time that walks out there with them is. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of sexual references, uh, that we'll get to that later Tony on. Storm. Dynamite, <laughs> yeah. Uh, some box talk. Uh, let's get to Raw, though. Um, I thought Raw was pretty good we had cody and drew start the show yeah um from uh promo between them about the royal rumble so the the raw seems to be you know just alternating between cody drew and punk about the rumble so i think the three of them because of the 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 foreshadowing that triple h does with his storytelling now i think those three are a lock for the final three yes i don't think gunther is and i talked to joe about this Maybe I forget what talked about on the talk pod to... last week. You talked about how Gunther's out and Brock Lesnar or a some kind of return is in. Yes. I said I'd probably put more money on Andrade being in the final four. Yeah, because you re- think he'll be 30th because I think he'll be some big return late in the match. Yeah, and some okay. big return always goes late. Remember Michelle McCool went to like the final three Shane last year, your favorite wrestler or two yeah, years like ago, two years ago. Yeah, the greatest rumble ever that fucking I fucking hated that Royal Rumble so much. That's the one that Matt Riddle was supposed to win. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he said, right? That's yeah, that's said. Uh, his said, words. Late late in the production of the match, Brock Lesnar came and says, I'm winning, and no one was willing to argue with him. 
sounds pretty like i wouldn't i'll kind of expect that's how it probably went maybe i don't know i mean your favorite wrestler is to blame for that because he allegedly produced a lot of the match if not all of it yeah shane mcmahon fucked that one all up so uh yeah then we get this wait uh, you wanted matt riddle to win no chad did yeah no either either riddle or shane going up to the match and i was like super mad about it i don't see why you love matt riddle Chad, you know I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come to Chad's defense on this one because Matt Riddle's a shitty human being. So. Thank you, Joe. Well, I don't know what to say to that. I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree with Joe. Shitty human being. I I don't know how Chad could love him so much. <laughs> but you know, that's a conversation off the air. It's for a conversation off the air. We'll we'll see. Um, what else do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, I I feel like we have to get to our truth eventually. Our uh, truth is getting royalties. He's selling the the new yeah, Judgment like Day merch. He's getting the, he's selling the new, the new Judgment Day merch on the street, buying it in bulk, selling it for profit, uh, giving the rest of the Judgment Day except for JD McDonough a cut. <laughs> it's it's so good. It's so yeah. good. And also he's in the uh the you know how they do the entrance like three D graphics or whatever. For everyone and they yeah. judgment day and he's now he's now in the the judgment days like 3d graphic at the beginning yeah and it says live laugh love under his head yeah it's so good so good um i'll let you guys go i, I i've got a couple other things but i want to hear what you guys want to talk about i want to talk about the main event okay Dude, yeah. they got me for about two, they got me twice two ticks of a millisecond when they hit him with the briefcase and then General Hall hit his finisher. I sat up in bed and said, no fucking way. And then he kicked out. And I was like, okay, we're back. To well, home. there was the one where he hit that gut buster. Yeah, and I thought me nearly as much. That that got that got me. Then the interference coloss spot obviously got yeah. me really good. Uh I said there's no fucking way. And then he kicked out. I was like, oh thank God. So yeah, and then that gets us to some news that came out of this match. Uh, Seth Rollins is allegedly hurt or injured. We don't know if he's hurt or injured yet. And and and, and as of this recording on Thursday night, we still don't know if he's hurt or injured. But we do know that something is wrong with his knee. Um, yeah, I've I feel seen like some scary reports, dude. I feel like if they still don't know at this point, he's fine. <laughs> But I was really worried for a couple days, uh, like thinking that the Punk Rollins match was in jeopardy at Mania. Um, yeah, I, I just, I was worried. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. I'm still worried. I'm not worried anymore. I, I think because it's been th- this happened on Monday, and we still don't know what exactly is wrong with him. It has to be like. It, it it's a work at this point. I don't think they're, it's a work. work. I just don't think he's like. He's definitely his knee is definitely hurt. He's just not injured. Yeah, his knee and his back are hurt. Yeah, pretty much. So the latest on Seth Rollins' injury. You looking that up right now? Because I looked. I looked earlier, right before uh, ninety minutes left... ago. He has reportedly been pulled from all upcoming live events following leg injury suffered on Raw. Yeah, he's not going to wrestle. I no, I I'm still I still don't think he's injured. I think he's just hurt. Okay. I think we'll be fine for Mania. I don't think he's gonna wrestle until then. That's my that's my hypothesis. 
We will see, though. Chris, the wrestling informant, said he's still waiting on news regarding Seth Rollins' the leg injury. According to his source, though, people in the know are not willing to talk about it. Exactly. So what does that mean? If people in the know aren't willing to talk about it, that means that they're going to probably use it as a storyline. Um, that's scary. What if he did tear something? They're just not willing to tell us yet. Why would they not tell it unless they're going to wait until Monday to tell us and announce some tournament or elimination chamber match that's going to be for the title or the Royal Rumble match winner is just going to get the title. I don't fucking know. Like some shit could definitely happen. They could announce they, they could announce something tomorrow on SmackDown. They could announce something on Monday on Raw. If we get to Tuesday of next week and we still don't know what's wrong with Seth Rollins. It's a work. Uh, according to Sean Ross Sapp, he expects to know something within the next 24 hours. Good. Fucking get on that shit, SRS. He'll tell us for real. He, he will tell does. us what's up. Uh, Yeah. I, I was listening to that news podcast earlier today, and he said he he has no update. But that that's a Wednesday show. So that was his his news as of yesterday afternoon. He had no update. So And then uh, you just said he tweeted a little bit ago, and that he'll have news within the next 24 hours. So obviously as of now, he still doesn't have an update. Um, Joe, what do you have from raw? What do you got? Um, I think we pretty much talked about most of the things that I would have talked about. Um, let's see what I have then. Uh, so I wanted to get something out of the way with this, uh, DIY music. Oh, trash. Oh yeah. I forgot to talk about DIY. Fucking yeah. I garbage track, but man, the match was awesome. Match yeah. was really good. Loved that. Great match. What does the DIY music sound like? Trash. Garbage. No, it sounds exactly like someone else's music. Same rhythm, same like crescendo, everything. Austin Theory. Oh. There's a bad. video that went went around on Twitter this week that was playing. It would play the DIY music and then it played the Austin Theory music. It is the same exact beat, same exact like everything it's just different words and i that's when i realized like why i hate it so much i uh, just i thought you were gonna say that's why you like it so much because you love austin theory no i don't do you think what, what are they why did you text me saying austin theory is my favorite wrestler i didn't say that but hmm. speaking of people that are teaming with austin theory did you see the grayson waller thing on uh like australian news no like freaked out on the dude no what he like freaked out on some dude. Uh, I don't. I think it's probably a work. Um, but like some like pro, they like him and um La Knight were on the news. I think they were promoting uh, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, I saw that. And Grayson Waller just gets like super pissed at some dude because he's. I you can't. I didn't really hear it all too well, but like it was like um guy was like trying to like quote unquote fake fight him, and he was like. You're trying to think of what I do is fake? And he's like, because if I get up right now and I punch you, it's going to be for real and you're going to be laying on the floor. <laughs> he like said that like on a live newscast. So. God damn. Kind of liked it. I kind of liked that a lot. A question. B was, question. Was, B was answer. This, was this Raw's uh, or was this past Raw's Xavier's return? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I think he's been around, hasn't he? No, no. They called cause... it a return, but he was there like a month ago. Oh, okay. I think he was just like hurt. I love the Imperium and New Day 
rivalry that's going on. Yeah. God, I miss Big E. I was about to say, New Day just needs a third guy. I just don't know who it could be. Dude, you imagine, imagine the role Big E. Yeah. Yep. God, I'd want him to win the whole damn thing. So big. No, he wouldn't win, but just like just no, being I'd want there. Him to. Just being there. If he could win main event WrestleMania, I would be happy. Instead of Punk. I, I don't care about anybody else at that point. I love Big Cody? E. I miss him so much. Yeah. I don't care Cody's about Cody's not winning. Because the whole story the following day on Raw is going to be like, well, I guess I'm never going to finish the story. And he's just going to be a fucking Eeyore the whole time until he gets into the Elimination Chamber well, match. Well, I guess I won't be able to win. <laughs> Cody's just, oh, bother. <laughs> oh, bother, Pooh Bear. I've got to find a way to get to SmackDown or else I'll never win. <laughs> That's going to be Cody. If he says, oh, My bother, the night after the Royal so Rumble. sad. <laughs> So even though that report came out that CM Punk is expected to uh, have a match at Elimination Chamber or participate in some way at Elimination Chamber, you think you still think uh, Punk's winning the Rumble? I think it'll be a singles match for a chance to face Roman instead of, or uh, sorry, a chance instead of him uh, would be my thought. I mean, they said Triple H announced CM Punk will be participating in elimination chamber not in like the match but the pay-per-view yeah that's not that could just be a promo for fuck's sake yeah, that'd be sell wild. the last four thousand tickets who knows we'll figure it out um we're running long so i'm, I'm just trying to scoot along here uh let's see sub wore some furry boots gunther enters the rumble he gives ludwig kaiser a hug um Becky Rhea was more than hinted at at WrestleMania. I told y'all. Yeah. I said it. I mean, they they didn't even like they didn't even hint at it. But Rhea was like, I'll see you at WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, that I mean it's I, like it's like I, not even foreshadowing. It's like I like the part like of that happening. I like the part of that promo where she was like, and I think and I I think maybe you might be better than me. It it was a really good promo. Yeah. Rhea I kind I, of forgot her lines at one point, but she made yeah, up for it. I yeah. liked I liked when Rhea was like, "Yeah, uh, there, there's nobody that wants to win that wants you to win the Royal Rumble more than you, except for me." Like that line. Like Rhea wants Becky at Mania, yeah, to prove that she's the best. And I think Rhea should hold the title through Mania. And we're gonna be there, we're gonna be there to watch it. Oh my god. My God! All right, my God, Vic. Uh, I think and that's then Veer, for... yeah, then Veer came in the main event. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty much it. Uh, Chad's best, best things from NXT. Yep, I have another thing, uh, Chad. If you don't talk, if it's not in your top three, I'm gonna be mad. So go ahead. Okay. Um, my number three, um, Obafemi. I'm over on this guy. He had an awesome promo. The guy can talk. He's got a really thick accent. But the crowd fucking loves him and does this weird like Wakanda Forever chant thing when he does when he talks. They do like who in the middle of his words, and the crowd's already like, like I'm so hyped when he's talking. I kind of love that. He, He'll be I, like, and I'm I already conquer everybody, and they'll be like, who? And I'll be like, I finished Collision, uh. and I'm I'm on NXT now, and I already got through the Obafemi thing, and I didn't see that, didn't hear it. But I love that. Did you see the thing this week? We I think we talked about last week that he's quote unquote 22 years old. He's actually 25. What? Yeah, apparently he's actually 25 years old. But he still doesn't look like he's 20. He still doesn't look like he should be 25 years old. 
regardless. No. Um, super over on the sky. He's a he's fucking got, beast. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, number two, all the Dusty Cup stuff. We got it all. We've got two more semifinalists. We got LWO and Carmelo and Trick. They moved on. Um, after the match, though, Trick got told by Elia that they have a match for Vengeance Day, which just also happens to be when the finals of this tournament are. Oh, looky, looky. So Trick is definitely pulling double duty. He's definitely yep. losing this uh, the Dusty Cup. I think he loses twice. Like he loses both matches. Well, that's that's the thing I said, right? Is that Carmelo costs him at Vengeance Day? Well, like they lose the Dusty Cup, and then Carmelo, like it's like in like epic losing fashion, where they probably should have won, they get fucked over, or something like that, and then Carmelo is pissed at him for that, and he costs him the Elia match. Yeah. Then maybe, well, actually no. Then they face each other at Stand and Deliver. Definitely Stand and Deliver. Any other uh, Dusty Cup stuff? Uh, yeah, Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker promo. Did you watch this? This is my thing. Did you listen to this? This shit was hilarious. So this funny. Is the, the Wolf best, Dogs. The Wolf Dogs. And then Baron Corbin's face after he says the Wolf Dogs is like, what did you just say? What was He's the like, other thing he was really like, what, what did you just say? There was another, there was like a later was, portion. And then he was, <laughs> Braun Breaker later was like, and then I was thinking about how we're going to win our next match while I was in the shower. And yeah, Baron you're Corbin's thinking like, about me in the shower? You're thinking about me in the shower? He's like, no, I'm thinking about us in the shower. And he's like, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I, it was the best promo of the week by far on any I, show. I saw that video. Braun pack- Breaker and well, Baron Corbin. Tony Storm. No. But, no. This I saw that video package promo. and I, I was laugh I was cracking up laughing. Maybe Tony Storm had a better line in hers, but overall this was a fucking awesome promo. I loved these two together. I'm over on both. You hear me said it? I'm over on Braun Breaker in this gimmick. Um, Could he be a funny guy? He's hilarious. I don't know why they haven't tried this before. It, it, you know, because he's like just a big dude, you Kind of always act stupid. The funniest part about Scott Steiner was when he was stupid. Yeah, the, the ma- Steiner Breaker math promo. Act stupid. Like let him just do that gimmick. <laughs> let him be. Let him talk like an idiot, but make him still just be a beast in the ring. Yeah. Um. And then my number one of the the final match of the night was the women's battle royale. They did it New Japan Rambo style. So it was a battle royale. The final four contestants, um, had a fatal four way match. The final four were Roxanne, Fallon Henley, um, Kiana James, and Kalani Jordan. Um, It transitioned seamlessly. The Battle Royale had so many cool moments. You had like the classic Lash Legend in the Big Show spot, you know, like throwing people out, being strong and hard to throw out. You had all those classic spots, but also Kalani Jordan doing like the Kofi Kingston spots was cool. Um, Really great Battle Royale. Went on for like 20 minutes before they even transitioned to the Fatal Fatal 4-Way. And the Fatal 4-Way was awesome. Bleacher Report gave this an A+. I love that. A+. And I couldn't agree more. It was the best thing I've seen in NXT match-wise in the women's division on the TV show in a while. All right. So let me ask you, uh, Dylan. Over under 50% chance of you going to stand and deliver. I looked at tickets again today. 
And there's nothing near this. I just I'm I'm gonna answer your question, but explain first. Okay. Look at tickets again today. There's some pretty decently priced tickets. They're just nowhere near Chad. That's my dilemma. There are some tickets near Chad, not so decently priced. Okay. And I, and when I say near, I'm talking like the closest one is I want to say five rows behind him or in front of him. I, I, I can't remember. Um damn. I would it's a I can't say over under. I think it's a push. I do think I'm literally at 50-50 right now. Okay. Because I'm going to what I'm going to do, I made the decision today. If on like the night before, because I'm driving up there the night before, if the night before or the morning of, because I will be checking, if the right ticket comes about, I will be going. But I did not see the right ticket today. So I'll say that, uh, that that's that's where I'm at right now. Great oh question, boy. though. I'm We're sorry I there. couldn't. I'm sorry I can't give you a straight answer, but that's that's I did my best to explain just kind of where my head's at right now with go. I really want to go, but I can't really justify going and just standing there by myself right now. Okay. Great. Oh boy. Let's uh let's finish the show off with dynamite then. Yeah. Um dynamite was really good this week. I know Chad was watching it before we started recording on mute or like as we were recording. Mm-hmm. Joe did you watch Dynamite? He did not. I'm gonna take that little that little okay. So the night started with Christian Cage versus Dustin Rhodes. That sounded good. Which in 2024 was a match that fucking slapped. I loved it. It was really good. Um, let's see. We had an Orange Cassidy. There was a, I think it was a six man tag team match that, uh, you know, like best friends versus somebody. Uh, I don't remember who they faced, but they, I think they won. And then after the match, Undisputed Kingdom came out because Roddy is officially like, he officially challenged Orange at Revolution for the international title, which I'm very excited for. But Roddy needs to take that title off Orange Cassidy. Yeah has to happen um we had the jay briscoe uh passing away anniversary that was that was a tough watch it was very touching i i thought they did a great job with it uh, that was Mark, the one where, where uh where his daughter who might have never walked again walked out with her siblings right yeah his so daughter. mark mark came out there said a few words uh and then like kind of his punchline was kind of yeah like you know, my nieces were in there, the oldest of which would never, they said would never walk again. And then they walked out, crowd cheered, and then they cut to the video package. It was really good. Yeah, I, I loved seeing her walk. That was like the moment, though. Like that yeah. got me all teary eyed, dude. It, 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 it had me on the verge. Yeah. I, yeah, it was. Uh, Chad, real quick, um, is this the guy, Riley Osborne? He's, he's yes. new in Chase U. It's the new Chase U guy. He finished, uh, like, he finished, He lost the finals of the breakout tournament. Okay. Very so good. Opa Femi? Yeah, very good, Yeah, too. he just did a flip on the entrance ramp. Kind of caught my eye. Very, very good. smiley. Very smiley. He, he's, he's, yeah, he, feels like a, he feels like a Chase U guy, except he's got a big old tattoo. I feel, like that's not, I feel like that's not the vibe of that university. I feel like it's, you know, kind of straight edge, no tats. 
you know. No tits for tats. Oh, he's definitely like, I want to be front and center. All right. Anyways, back to Dynamite. Um, Then we had the Young Bucks backstage interview with oh. Renee Paquette. Hot take. You hated it. Hated it. I loved it. I know. Everyone seemed to do it. I feel, I don't understand. I guess I w- I'd like to ex- watch the whole thing. Yeah, that one, I, I, I paused everything going on. And I listened to the whole thing because I'd heard about it online. I hate it. It's so like it. I, it, I, I, can't, it, even, I can't even say why, though. So I want you to tell me why you liked it. So maybe like it'll mold my opinion. Well, obviously better. they're heels. Yeah, I went on fire. But with. they're embracing. They're finally embracing on on screen this um, like I'm an EVP character. And the whole point of the character is like this, this, this AEW is not the vision we had. And I will say I liked it a lot because up to this point, I was liking what I was seeing from AEW versus weeks past. So this might have something to do with why I liked it so much is I was enjoying what I was watching. And then we get to this young buck segment where they're like, you know, all these old guys coming in, you know, wasn't our vision. And, you know, it's we're EVPs. We don't like this. It's time to take these guys out, and it starts with Sting. I don't. I don't know. Like I felt like this is the same thing we hated when Cody did it. When Cody, but when did Cody EVP, do something like that? No, he never. Cody wasn't a heel. heel. I know, but he talked about being an EVP, and that's why everyone hated him. I don't know if that's right, but he was trying him. to be a face. The Bucks are not trying to be faces. They're embracing they also, like, being. It was a heel. like this weird tweener thing where they were like, "We think Sting's awesome, but we're taking him out." And I was just like, you're sending me mixed signals. Uh, maybe I'll turn for it. Heels can it, have respect for, for yeah, old guys. It's just I like agree. they they don't want the old guys to be, you know, like mainstays on their roster. And it's their and they feel like it's their duty. Like this is the whole point of the care. Like they're going to be uh, I'm putting it in the terms of like they're going to be AEW's legend killers. Uh, sort I of. I don't think I like that. I don't want to watch them against a bunch of old people. I want to watch them promote the new talent. Right, but if it's like a bunch of old dudes who can't really do it anymore and you're going to just have a match with the Young Bucks, it's yeah, going to be a good match. That. And yeah, it's going to be good. They're going right. to, they're going to, they're going to, the Bucks are going to win, put them out, put them out to pasture on a really gonna, good match. You're saying, they're, you're saying they're going to beat Sting? I think so. And his retirement match? You no one loses retire. their retirement match. You should, yeah. Tell that to fucking Kurt Angle. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't his retirement match. I don't think he's wrestled since then. He hasn't. Yeah, I thought he had that one Shield match that he came back for. That no, was that, after that. that. Was, no, that was, or, no, was that was uh the the that was retirement match was before that. It wasn't was way that? before. It was like the fall before that. No, no, no. I don't know. I, I'm the jury's still out. Is what I'll say. I just didn't. I wanted to like the promo because I heard so much good buzz about it, and then. Uh, I got through it, and they were like, "I feel like it's the sort of thing." Matthew and I was like, "Okay." And their looks was stupid, and oh, they look like idiots. Yeah, I completely agree. And that was also the only thing Nick said during the interview was, "You call us Nicholas and Matthews, yeah, or Matthew." And then Matt talked the rest of the group. He's definitely the Jeff Hardy of the group here. Yeah, (laughs) no mic for you. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I it might it might also be the element of like it should have been something you watched live or like not knowing what or like on tape delay where like you watch it like an hour later and you haven't looked at Twitter yet sort of thing. I don't know. It might be one of those because there's definitely things that I feel like I I watch after the fact after I know what's going to happen 
and I enjoy it way less if I know what's going to happen versus if I watch it live. That's wrestling. Yeah. Um, I think, I, I think I could definitely be convinced that it's terrible by by them in the coming weeks. But I think the opposite. Uh, I think the opposite could also be true, where you could be convinced that it's really good in the coming weeks. So I, I think we have to wait and see, especially like leading up to the Sting match. So, um, okay, we had another six man tag team match for the Ring of Honor six man tag team titles. Guns up, baby! Bang bang! Bullet Club Gold won this ROH six man tag team titles. Maybe not Chad's vision for Jay White, but he is holding gold finally. They have a new entrance bang, theme. Bang. They have a new entrance theme. Kind of fucking favorite. slaps. Not my favorite. You don't like I it? I actually really like their old entrance theme. I like their new entrance Speaking a lot. of entrance themes, you know who has an amazing entrance theme when you really listen to it? The uh, Undisputed Compa- Kingdom. Oh, okay. I was going to say Listen to company. the Undisputed Kingdom. Yeah, it's no, like a it's mix pretty... of like Adam Cole's boom music and uh, I don't know. It's really good. Just listen to it without, like, not on the show. Like, go look up a YouTube. It video is hard it. to hear AEW's theme music, except you for Judas. Definitely listen to that one. Okay. Me and Joe both noticed that on the the collision. How good that theme music was. Okay. All right. I'll have to look at that. Um. But yeah, and also new member. Well, actually, they kicked out a member of Bullet Club Gold and brought in a new member. Card blade is card blade. Card blade is gone, and um, rock card juice. Juice board is what they're calling him. Rock card juice board. Yeah. Yeah. So it, a cardboard cutout of Juice Robinson. Um, new member of Bullet Club Cold. Dude, they sell those fucking uh, cutouts of Jay White at the show. Oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. Did you buy one, Chad? Fix your cable, Chad. Yeah. Some, trying. Some... Oh. Trying. Your voice is definitely, you're not, your mic's just not working right now. Either way, no, we can hear you. It's just your voice is coming through your uh, laptop microphone, which we only have a couple minutes left, so it doesn't really matter. Um, then we had the, the Deanna Peraza match. The Tony Storm promo was hilarious. Um, she said she was going to sock Deanna in the box, uh, which I saw someone on Twitter say, I legitimately didn't know what box meant until this promo, which I thought was hilarious. Um I think that was Denise Salcedo uh, from from Fightful, which I thought was uh, – I just thought that was really funny. But, yeah, t- the, this Tony Storm, Deanna feud, I, I just thought – I thought Dynamite was so good because they're actually setting up feuds in January, and this pay-per-view is not until March. Like, they're setting up their main title feuds, and I'm, I'm all there for it. Like, you've got Samoa Joe, who is – could be in a in a trios match against Swerve and Hangman at this point. Who knows? Um, you got the women's feud, obviously. Uh, I just don't know what Christian's gonna do. Um, he, I feel like he's still gonna be feuding with Edge, but then oh, Roddy and Orange really Cassidy, Roddy and Orange Cassidy. Dude, Roddy's winning. Has to. Has, he to. has to. Someone in the Undisputed Kingdom has to win to keep that interest in that group. If Adam Cole can't be here, it's got to be Roddy. Yeah. Um, and then I think double or nothing. You've got Wardlow versus whoever wins at Revolution, probably versus probably Wardlow. Swerve, and then Swerve wins Ugh. that. Swerve eventually is going to turn face by the time All Out rolls around, and then he's going to face Adam Cole at All Out. I would assume. 
It's going to be a fucking banger. Um, and then the main event, Hook versus Samoa Joe was a fucking, it was a nine-minute sprint of a match that I thought was amazing. I thought it was really good. You Did you like that one? So the internet's kind of split. I looked up a couple polls on Twitter. The, the internet hated better. the fact that Hook kicked out at one at uh, on the Muscle Buster. They did hate that, but That's I also think saw they that hated the most. They did, yeah. I'm talking about like people saying it was the gender Seth match better or the hook Samoa Joe match better. Or well, did you catch like... the cage match rating, Chad? Yeah, cage match is fucking picked <laughs> by fans. Like it's that's, a, that was that's war joke. That's joke. biased. Joke. I'm talking about like general like people's polls on the internet. Like, well, what did you poll. think? What was a better match? I liked them both equally. I I don't know. That's hard. Um, they were different matches, but. Which one would I prefer to watch again? Honestly, probably the Jinder Mahal match. Really? I yeah. I I got I got Because I thought the Jinder Seth more. match was boring as fuck up until they got me no. twice. I enjoyed that match the whole time. You knew you knew going in who was gonna win each match, so you can't like like yeah, that, one for that yeah. reason over yeah, the other. I agree. I don't know. One the of them match was, had a lot of, of like them... hook down and just like getting his ass kicked. And then out of nowhere he'd be like, kick out of one. And then the comeback, like he had like a little fighting spirit in him. And then he got choked out. Yeah. And then he got chucked out. And chucked the fuck out. Um, I that, don't know. Like, fucking I, move I on liked... the table, though, was the best move of either match. That fucking one where he put oh, dude. hook on the edge of that table that he didn't really slammed. Break. He tried to do a urinagi through the announce table and hook. the only thing, the only part of the body, the only part of Hook's body that hit the table was his fucking head. <laughs> it was it was gross. rough rough it's like taz is gonna beat your ass backstage you break his kid there samoa joe <laughs> yeah i don't know i i just i thought I, I didn't hate the ginger seth match here's what i'll tell you i think the the hook match puts hook over better for the future than the Jinder mahal match put Jinder. that's over, probably mahal why over. i like the hook match better i i i came out of this match thinking hook is a future world champion for sure i don't know about that I mean, Dante Martin's had really great matches for the World Championship. I don't think he's going to win one. But he's not Hook. Yeah, I don't. I don't think much more of Hook than I think of Dante Martin. I right think now, less of them. Honestly, I'd I'd prefer to watch Dante. Right. Martin. I'm saying right now. You, I, I think Hook, like Hook is still so young. I think there's a lot of years left. I think Dante Martin could be a future world champ. No. There's so many people if in AEW that could be... keeps on getting hurt, maybe. <laughs> There's so when many people... They just people tag that... him with action on Dreddy. There's so many people in AEW that could be future world champs, like, that are so... They're so young. <laughs> so many people yeah. under 30 that still have so many years to win world championships. It's... There... There will be a lot of these young dudes that are going to win world championships. True. I feel like. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, next week... So next Saturday is the Royal Rumble, which means next week the show will be out on Saturday and we will have Royal Rumble predictions. Um, with that, on Saturday next week, the Royal Rumble lottery where everyone that does predictions in our contest is going to get a certain amount of numbers. Like if, if, if five of us make predictions, then we each get six numbers or something like that. Um, that'll be part of the predictions. That won't be part of the show next week. It'll be on the sheet. Uh, but we will be making all of our predictions next week for the Royal Rumble. Rumble winners, Rumble Final Four, match winners, everything. Who's going to bleed? Who's going to show up? Everything. So get ready for that. 
the lead up to the, the the final build toward the Royal Rumble, with the exception of SmackDown next week. Uh, AEW continuing. Uh, they're actually building towards Revolution right now, which is fucking insane. Uh, NXT's building towards Vengeance Day. We'll have Chad's three best things. And I would assume Chad's going to watch this uh, Will Ospreay. Who's he facing? Josh Alexander. Josh yeah. Alexander match. Yeah. Maybe we'll hear about that. And maybe we'll finally get an update on Seth Rollins by then. So we'll see. Uh, as always, you can follow us on social media at DDT Russell Pod. And the drunk dudes, Dylan, Joe, and Chad. We'll catch you on down the road. <laughs>